0: Only took two years?
1: Yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> two and a half? Who's counted? Hello, okay? <laughs> good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Potasaurus. I almost said you. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: going
3: to fix that. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. which podcast, Ken?
2: <laughs> you know the podcast that killed the other podcast, the first version? Yeah, that. Hey, I might just leave this all in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Ken. And with me, we have Man of the Hour Lou.
0: You almost did it again.
2: I know. <laughs> and Fangirl. Hello. And last but certainly not least, Timber. Howdy. Howdy.
0: howdy. Howdy. You're not south enough to do that. I can say howdy if I want to. No, no, you can't.
3: I was going to say,
4: if I'm I can... more south than you. <laughs> if I can get away with y'all, he can get away with howdy.
3: I have said plenty of howdies in my day.
0: Y'all has just been like a catch-all for everyone now because it's such it's non-gendered and it doesn't sound stupid like yins or yous. Who yins says yins
4: stu- or yous?
0: Yins is like Pennsylvania, like East Coast. Yous is like... Like use guys, that's like Jo joy Joyzy. something.
2: scene. <laughs> no,
1: no,
0: no. no, I have well, I have this stuck in my head. Yesterday Ecdicus was playing this game called Amy. I don't know if you guys remember this one at all, but it's a god awful horror game that the people made like Amy and then like one other game, I forgot what it was. But they got this like cab driver from Jersey in it named Marcello, and like the whole time he's just going on about God knows what and the two main characters are not responding to him at all, but he's pretending <laughs> like he's still part of the conversation and at one point they even have him go, hey, it's Josie and he even says it like that and he's talking about you guys and Marcello is gonna help you out and, th- and meanwhile, the other two characters are just carrying on with their lives while he's there <laughs> and there's like, an, like a zombie trying to eat him he's like, that guy's trying to eat me, he's not gonna eat me
3: it kind of reminds me of uh, that game that the um, and, uh, you probably know of Penumbra, the game that the Amnesia guys made yes. before Amnesia. Yeah, I know of it. Yes. and how there's like there's some kind of like demon or something that's in your mind that talks to you, but you never like directly address him. But he does also have that kind of thing where it's like for some reason this demon inside of you in this super serious horror game is like, hey, uh, you sure you want to go down that path there, Bal? <laughs> It's like, really? Yeah, dude, you should check it out. I vaguely
4: remember have. watching a playthrough of that, and yeah,
3: it's it's a really and honestly, I think it's better than Amnesia as far as their um, their entries go in that kind of have game. I I've heard, that. heard that.
4: You have a weapon in that game, don't you? You get a crowbar.
3: Yeah, well, a pipe, I think. But yes.
4: Oh,
0: good job killing the
3: podcast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, we
3: all we all went to Joyzy and never came back, so.
0: I went to Jersey, you decided to take it to, like, boring land. I didn't take it anywhere. I really
4: don't think that's how you say Jersey in a Jersey accent, but I'm gonna have to consult with my Jersey friend to make sure. (laughs) Wait,
0: why do you you have friends from Jersey? That's sketch.
4: I have, like, three friends from Jersey. One of my mods is from Jersey. Who? Cider. Really? Yeah.
0: Did they sound god-awful?
4: No. (laughs) (laughs) Although she and I have had debates on how you say water.
0: Does she say water? Water, yep. Water. Yeah, Aki's also Jersey, and I always make fun of him for it.
4: But my friend who re- rehabs houses is originally from Jersey, too, so... I'm
0: going to apologize right now, but I have found something to play with in my hands while we're talking, so... All right. <laughs> Rip Ken.
2: Yeah, so speaking of things that we've been playing with, what have we been playing with as of late... <laughs>
0: Um, I'm playing with a Master Grade RX-78-2 3.0 Gundam.
2: Alright. Did you see the Uh, the, the Ultra Perfect Grade one that they just announced? Don't!
0: Don't! 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 No, 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 no. Don't tell me about it. I can't know.
2: I'm friends with a Gunpla Otaku Gunota. So he always tells me. He showed me the video for it, and it's like really good. Actually, it's like
0: I want. I want it. It's like four I've never layers. Seen it before.
2: Four, la- four layers of armor. I'm
0: trying to put the core fighter back in this one because I can't <clears throat> open the wings anymore because it's going to break.
3: Yeah.
0: So what else? What? What, yeah, what else? <laughs> what, 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 what
3: else? What else? What? what? <laughs> F- feed me the stories. Feed me the 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 tips, boyos. <laughs> Uh, hey,
4: hey
2: f- Fangirl, it's been really long time since you've been on So why don't you I tell know. us what you've been playing
4: uh, I, On stream I've been Playing Ocarina of Time Just because I wanted something cozy and familiar Because hey. of, of reasons um, Thank
0: god you're not playing Twilight Princess At least
4: I will be playing Twilight Princess Because again, I want something cozy and familiar But you're already not- playing
0: Ocarina of Time Why would you want to play the bad version?
4: Hush. I'm not. Hush. Wrong. You know, and also, the other thing I've been playing, you're also going to criticize is because I've been playing uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe in my own time. Oh, I,
0: just don't, I just don't care much for Pikmin. You're fine.
4: I love but, oh, Pikmin. Oh, when I
0: was telling people in your chat the other day that Pikmin sucks, I just like to pick fights with people in your chat.
4: <laughs> Pikmin is fantastic. It's so... It's, it's the weirdest... Little game because there's not like a whole lot of substance to it, but at the same time there's a lot of substance to it. And for some reason I get a ridiculous amount of satisfaction out of the little like side quest mission things that they have, where all you have to do is go around and collect things or kill monsters, but you get like special like rankings to it. And if you beat it out of the time, you get like higher rankings. It's it's it, it's the same way. I reason I like Tetris. It's like I'm just competing with myself, and I like that. Mm. So, if, if anybody's on the fence about getting Pikmin Three Deluxe, if you are a fan of the series, I would highly recommend it. Control schemes a little ge- takes a little bit getting used to on the Switch.
0: Yeah, I got um, it on Wii U before. Like I got it when it came yeah. out.
4: I got I, I have it on the Wii U too, and the control and the control scheme on the Switch is a little bit cleaner, but it t- it's still taking me some getting used to. Like they have auto target. Um, instead of having to move your cursor over the thing and then target it, you like you can just hit it and it will just target like whatever's close to you, which is nice but also annoying. so but yeah,
3: what about you, Timber? What have you been playing as of late? As of late? well, um, I kind of did a bunch of different things, but uh, on stream, it's just been Majora's mask. Uh, I wanted to revisit that because i I felt like it's been a very long time since i played what i've consistently called my favorite game of all time and wanted to give some credence to that so i'm returning to it trying to play it from the perspective of someone who has never like trying to envision what an experience would be for someone who had never played the game before and follow that path as closely as possible look for what hints or or motivations the game gives in and of itself without inferring gameplay that would normally be, you know, oh, I'm just going to run off in a random direction, which a lot of people do in that game and then get extremely confused. Beyond that, I've also played Hades uh, quite a bit, uh, and I've really, really been enjoying it. I'm glad that, once again, Supergiant Games has made a game that I really enjoy. I have a natural bias because I like everything that that studio has made, but I do think that Hades may be uh, one of the best things they've put out so far. Uh, And I think those are kind of the two games that I've mostly been hopping between.
4: I've heard a lot of good things about Hades.
3: It's very, very good. And I think my favorite part about it is that because of its setup being a, a roguelite where the story is delivered to you through each of your death sessions, effectively, there isn't really a way for it to be spoiled. Like I tried looking up a guide early on to get a sense of like, well what's what happens in this game without having to invest a ton of time in it. And none of the guides gave me very much to work off of. So I was like, well there must be not be anything to this game. And that's not really the case. It's just that because everything is um, a little bit seated, a little bit random there's nothing that they can really do to guide you. Like you just kind of have to get good and, and figure it out yourself. And as a result, I can have some extremely fresh experiences talking with people who are in the middle of playing the game as well and being like, yeah, so I made it all the way to X boss and I'm really struggling with this movie. It's like, yeah, I really struggled with that on my first two runs when I tried using blah, but then I use blah, blah. And Oh man, it just went so much better like I just found it something about its delivery keeps it fresh even though on, on like a core surface level if you were to look at just things about it online you're not going to find a whole lot it's really unique so so
2: besides Gundam what else have you been playing
3: <laughs> so
0: on stream I'm like this week I'm doing a modern week had people moderns in the biggest air quotes possible the most recent game came out last year but the f- oldest game came out in like 2008 which is still like, like, at that cusp over. I'm like, I play games that are like 2006 all the time. So it's like modern, but people voted for them. So the really odd mix like the top ones that won that list were like Alone in the Dark 2008, <laughs> That's Saw a notori- the Video
3: Game. That one's a notoriously bad one, too, I think.
0: Yeah, like, I honestly was enjoying the jank of Alone in the Dark for quite a while. Like, I'm like, honestly, this is, like, there's so many cool ideas. Everything that was supposed to be a boss fight, though, I run into this a lot with people, and they're probably going to be like, well, you just don't like Challenge. I'm like, no, just most games that I like jank-wise, their boss fights are really bad because the mechanics for fighting or just in general, they don't actually work in that. They're just shoehorned in fights because they have to have these combat sections or else, or else it's, like, you know, not a real game. Uh-huh. So, like, Alone in the Dark was fine. Like, it has weird jank. Like, if you open up your inventory, he looks down, like, towards his crotch and opens up his jacket, and all this shit's just on his jacket. This dude's carrying, like, five cans of, like, hairspray on one side, <laughs> a gun and a flashlight on his chest, and on the side is just, like, batteries, bullets, duct tape and stuff, and somehow it doesn't make a bulge in his front at all, know, like, on his chest. And then, like, you're in the middle of a boss fight, like, some dude's in like, on a razor blades at you some knives and you're just like standing behind a pillar hoping he doesn't break through the pillar or get around one of like the weird hit boxes. And he's just like flashing the crowd looking down at his dick. And you're just trying to figure out with the weird selection thing. Cause like they try and get you to use the analog stick where he just kind of like, it's one of those times where there's like, you know, six directions, but the controller, the analog is really an eight way button. And it doesn't actually sit on the thing you want. So you keep, picking the wrong item and the whole time you're being attacked because the game didn't pause and it's stuff like that that happens all the time in that game but it the game opens up too you're in first person you can switch between third and first like on the fly which is kind of cool but they added a mechanic where you have to blink or else your eyesight gets blurry and anytime you're in first person you have to blink or else your eyesight gets blurry after a while you go into (laughs) third person you don't need to blink so it's a lot of like ideas like i can see how this would work In a game that's trying to like go full immersion. And then I can see how looking down at your body for your inventory is really cool. It's a cool way to show it. But none of them work well together. It's like getting pieces of like five different types of jigsaw puzzles. And then trying to complete the puzzle with them. Where like they all have different sides. Like there's a circle one trying to go into a square hole for that. And it's trying to like piece together this thing. Where it's like well this would have made all you know five separate cool pictures. But together it looks like a mess. And it is. That was yeah. That one was weird. I, I I heard the PS3 version fixes a lot of it. Oh, you you guys all played RE4, yeah? Yes. Yes. Okay, so you know how Leon moves? Like you use the left analog stick for him, and like you turn even like that because it's kind of tank controly. Yes. Okay. Well, the camera angle for for um for Carnby, um he's standing straight up, and your camera like goes from like his head to his thighs, and he's in that same position, and turning's really hard. And you can move the other analog stick in first person for free movement. In third person, it does the RE4 thing, but worse, where it, like, it looks in like four cardinal directions. So like you're trying to run away from a boss, but the only way you can turn well is in first person. So you go into first person so you can turn, but you run slower in first person. <laughs> and so you're getting your ass kicked trying to run away, and you can't position yourself well because Carnby's slow and he can't turn. it was such a nightmare it was such a nightmare apparently the ps3 version fixes a lot of those things but it's like do i need to own two more copies of alone in the dark because i have to get the ps2 version because it's a completely different game despite having the same plot Uh, and that's been like it's it's only tuesday
3: don't don't you love that about the transitionary (laughs) period between like the playstation 2 and playstation 3 eras or even like Xbox to Xbox 360, where because of the limitations inherent on the resources of the PS2 and uh, Xbox, in a lot of cases, they had to, like, redesign levels to be able to accommodate Mm -hmm. the fact that it's just like, yeah, this game you made, it's too big for this console. Like, it's just not going to fit on the PS2. Like,
0: we really don't have that anymore. Now it's just, like, the visual fidelity is different. Like, Like, from the 360 to, like, the Xbox One gen... Um, the 316 PS3 versions of Shadow of Mordor didn't have the Nemesis system, but the next, but like the current gen, which is now last gen, had that. So, like, you had the same game, but like the whole recurring Nemesis, like this enemy that you kicked its ass and then it just kept coming back and back and back to beat the shit out of you after a while and rising the ranks, that whole thing was gone. So, it was almost like a different game. Whereas the PS2 to PS3, they were actually different games of the same name. Or you got like the weird, like, 360 and ps3 got soul caliber 4 the Wii got soul caliber legends a hack and slash side game things like that it was really weird but we don't get that too much anymore because yeah. now we just get downgraded ports
3: i think the more upgraded ports i think the most familiar situation i had with that was with the splinter cell games because those were right on the cusp of um next gen with like uh i think it was splinter cell rogue agent or whatever the one where you were like a double conviction agent. Um oh
0: um yeah, it was Rage
3: Yeah, and that one literally like they took segments of the game where it it was previously a full like square room where you like had to evade guards and I remember thinking, "Wow, this is pretty cool." And then I played the PS2 version and it was just a hallway. And I was like, "Um this yeah. is very different." Where
0: they, they have like vaguely the same plot but nothing else is the same.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, specifically when it came to level design, it was always just like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more linear now. There's fewer guards now.
0: I kind of miss that because then, like, you could be like, well, this version was bad because, you know, it was like, you know, or, or like, it was interesting because it was a different game. They went around this differently. Now they're just like, oh, this game's uglier on this one, so I wouldn't get that one. The frame rate's a scosh lower. Don't, don't get that one. I played a game today where it had, like, the low, like, it had frame rate drops and screen tearing, which was, like, looking back at a lot of 360 games that was very common i played saw the video game had a lot of screen tearing had a, had frame rate drops gonna... here and there
4: that I, was... it, I i was briefly in there today and it looked fun
0: it it actually was fun yeah, the was game, it? It, like like it, I'd say it had some frustrating pit like parts to it but i'd say it's a solid six out of ten yeah it's like it's... a solid six it's not it's not good but I wouldn't say it's bad. Like, I would play it again. It's just, the way I play games on stream is I try and finish them in one stream. So I'm playing, like, it took me eight and a half hours to finish Saw. Most people would not do that. So, like, I get, like, six hours. And people are like, you just don't like anything. I'm like, no, I'm, like, six hours into a game that's, be, that's meant to be played over, like, hour or two bursts. Yeah. So I get, like, tired of the puzzles after a while. And also the puzzles get really repetitive and there's a bunch of dumb stuff to it. But, like, I'm like, it's a fine, stupid horror game. Also, I've never seen a single Saw movie in my life. I have no interest in learning about it. So when the story stuff came up, people were like, "Oh, that's the cop from the first game," or like, "This is something our first movie." I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I kept referring to Jigsaw as Sawdust most of the most of the game. I'm like, why is Sawdust being mean to me? They're like, who's Sawdust?" I'm like, I don't know the doll guy.
3: Oh man, <laughs> the guy who goes and buys all the movie licensed tie in games and hasn't seen a single of the movies.
0: No, I have never seen The Ring, and I absolutely love The Ring: Terror's Realm. That is my game, my actual game of this year because I played it this year. For Does the first it time. actually
3: try and exp- like? Is it actually going through the story of the Saw movies? So because uh, the, the game, or is it like the Toy Story Two N sixty four port where it's just a bunch of screenshots giving you a brief summary of the movie? So
0: it's neither. It's actually a canon sequel that takes place between Saw One and Two, but the thing is. The one of the plot points doesn't connect. Like what happens is canon, but like, did you see the Saw movies? No, I did not. I've oh. seen two well, of there, them. Well, there's like a character that's like uh, in a pig head or something like that. They wear a pig head and is it, like and they chase people around or something. Mm. I don't know. Well, that not character's in the in the game, but they hadn't disclosed in the movie who that like what the identity of them was. So who the game picked is not canon. Yeah. But everything else is. Like, the situation still happened, but, like, that's where it kind of gets a plot hole because the the movie's explained it differently later. Because I guess... Yeah. And that's, like, I think the only thing different. Otherwise, it takes place between one and two, so it's its own story.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. That is pretty daring. Even for a movie Mm tie-in game to be like, yeah, I'm just going to invent this story that has some linear attachment between entries in a series
0: do you want to hear something even more daring about the saw video game Oh boy what is it so the game was the franchise the rights for the franchise for games was bought by konami mm-hmm. they used all the assets and stuff like they made new assets but a lot of the stuff was repurposed from silent hill homecoming by a new team In <laughs> konami intended the saw video game series to be the spiritual successor to the silent hill series as their horror franchise that they had they made two games and then dropped it there's a That's second fun. saw game and it's yeah. apparently really it's bad and i wor- really it's want it
2: super bad it's really freaking bad like if you if you gave saw the first one a six you would give saw two a two it's really oh, bad
0: is it like really frustrating to play or is it just like really bad like it's, it's really bad
2: stupid. and repetitive it's like Can it more be repetitive more repetitive than the first game yeah so like, like the all first of- game
0: it had like four puzzle types and like if you died enough on certain puzzles they would just give you easier versions yeah i died like three times to this one puzzle and after a while they're just like it's two two turns you're done <laughs>
3: Uh, that that's always such a slap in the face when games do that it's like yeah you can't handle like this you, pal
0: like some of them, the times like you would get a puzzle where like when you die like it would do that and other times it wouldn't so like it'd be really inconsistent like you know what I figured out these two because there's this one pipe one and there was a boss but I think it took a boss puzzle it took me like I think six or seven tries to do it because like the whole time during boss ones where you're trying to save someone from being killed you're doing multiple puzzles and it keeps like cutting to them and shaking the camera like it's fucking Cloverfield And then going back to the puzzle so you get disoriented. And then other ones, and like those don't ever change. And then the other ones, you're trying to do something and then they just change every time. So you can't figure out what you did wrong. So like you just learn after a while, if I die enough, it will just RNG and like an easier puzzle. So there's no reason to learn for a lot of them. But then those same puzzles that are RNG for those instances, later ones are not. You have to die multiple times for those puzzles to change. Otherwise, they're instanced and they stay like that, at least for your playthrough. They might change between playthroughs, but it's all based on if you can die at that or not.
3: I wonder what the speedrun of that game looks like.
0: It's actually that's the only thing I've ever seen. It's actually not bad. Hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, Fangle. Go ahead.
4: No, I was I was just gonna, just going to echo Timbers. I was wondering, wondering what the speedrun. Yeah, speed it's just like okay, like.
3: now you deliberately die four times to get the easy puzzle. So.
1: Right. I
0: don't think you actually intentionally die during it you just learn the puzzles I think if you think you can manipulate the rng a little bit to get easier puzzles if you mess up a lot on other ones like if like you don't die on them but you mess them up a lot I think like later ones will get easier or something I don't know other than that I've been playing Pokemon gold on my my newly modded game boy color
3: give me your game boy horror
0: yes my game boy horror
3: that's the only way to tie Saw and Pokemon Gold together is that it was played on a po- on a Game Boy Horror. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, also it ties in with this too because the, like, the week was was picked was Alone in the Dark, Saw, Alan Wake. I don't know why people like that game so much. Um, yeah. Random I indie horror games.
3: I really and find then, the narrative of that game interesting. I just wish that the game was more interesting. Yep.
0: Yeah. The story's more interesting,
3: but I'd rather watch it. Yeah, I'm the same but way.
0: But then I have I have watched it. It's just called Twin Peaks, and it's better. <laughs> Sorry, King Peaks, because just Stephen King meets Twin Peaks.
3: Wasn't there a new game coming out made by the same guys that did Alan Wake soon?
0: They did Control.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, that,
0: that's been out for like a year and a half.
3: Has it really been already? Wow. Well...
0: Yeah, it's already on Steam and GOG now.
3: Is it considered good?
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, also, all those games were picked... Random any horror, random any horror, including like puppet combo games, the little nightmares, and then after all that, Luigi's Mansion three. <laughs> That's how I tie the Game Boy horror back in. Luigi's Mansion three. Don't know. I gave. Do you want? Do you want to hear the ones I gave for options? Because I asked people, and then I picked ones that I like could feasibly get. Sure. The, the ones I had because you're going to hear anyway. I'm, I'm full time. Because who cares what Ken was doing? Alan Wake, Alone in the Dark. Detention, which is a fantastic game. Layers of Fear 2, Little Nightmares, Luigi's Mansion 3, Night Cry, Paranormal HK, which several people asked for, random indie horror games, Remothered, Tormented Fathers, Resident Evil 2 Remake, RE7, and Saw the Video Game. And I will tell you right now, the lowest one was Layers of Fear 2 and Paranormal HK. The Resident Evil games, only 2 remake got up kind of high because people know I hate it
3: i mean i'm not surprised that layers of fear was low uh
0: that is
4: i've heard the second one is better than the first one
0: i hear mixed things i think they're both i don't know i got them for free i was supposed to do them a while back for a goal but i was having a bad week i'm like i've already had a really bad week so instead of playing layers of fear that day because i didn't i wanted to have less frustration i played rule of rose how did that go which, for you fuck that game <laughs> yeah. It's one of the worst games I have ever played in my life. They're like, it's actually really interesting with the story. I'm like, fuck the story. And then someone in chat's like, Well, you know, if um if you get like the saber, the rapier and like the gun, you can one hit kill everyone. I'm like, if you have to find hidden special weapons to make the game better because the combat is that bad, nothing about the game is good. I don't care how good the story is. The story can eat my entire asshole at this yeah, point. Yeah, but I mean if I you, you ha- if you
3: own a physical copy, you could sell it for three hundred dollars, Kill. <laughs>
0: I would, I would, I would sell this one. That's the thing. I would want it for its rarity, but then after playing it, I'd probably like, I'm going to sell this, because it's shit. What were you playing, Ken?
2: <laughs> well, thank you for asking. <laughs> so I bought this game on a sale, and I started playing, <laughs> I started playing Marvel's Avengers.
0: How's that shit?
2: Yeah, storm mode's really nice, for 30 bucks. Uh, it's, it's decent. I'm very shocked that you have such it a came positive came out at 60, though, didn't it? The story is fine. I, I'm 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 not gonna do the online stuff because I know I'm gonna get sucked down the destiny rabbit hole. I was heart. gonna
3: say like, isn't it almost basically a gotcha game in the way that it presents its grind?
2: No, it's, it's not a gacha. It's a live service,
0: basically. Yeah,
2: it's a live service. It's, it's my destiny, basically.
3: Hmm.
2: But that besides, just sounds awful. besides that, I've been playing. Well, I've been playing. I've been playing Devil May Cry. Four again to kind of hype up for five
3: because you never did. Got
0: got to hype up for the re-release of a game I bought two years ago. Yep, got to buy that for seventy dollars.
3: Hey, definitely, definitely play it though. I never
0: played it.
2: (laughs) I never played it.
0: You got to play as Virgil, even though he's technically in five anyway.
2: Oh yeah, I get to play for that smooth ass new GMs. But besides that, I also was fidgeting around with Breath of the Wild again. Mostly to just kind of tie up some loose ends and kind of know the characters before Calamity happens. Have you gotten all the, the memories? Yes, I got all the memories. So the only person I didn't see was the old man. I didn't even know he was there. Like, I totally the... missed him.
0: Wait, old man? Which old man?
1: Uh,
2: On the Great the, Plateau? The guy, the guy that you can get the, uh, the, the ancient arrows.
0: Oh, yeah, the other village oh. where you just... Yeah, you can miss that other like um the other um laboratory so easily
4: robbie yeah. oh, oh.
0: oh you see no one knows their name because everyone forgets they're there because you stumble upon them you're like oh you're up here and then you leave
3: like I,
4: but it's literally like part of the quest like like if you follow the you actual quest line but, you you have to go there. but everyone
0: forgets at that point
3: i i, I, I admit that i forgot memories. about his existence i just thought of him as that shopkeeper i went to that gave me the good armor <laughs> but, like, really? I don't remember his, like, purpose or plot too well.
0: He's not as, like, important or as characterized as, um, what's her name? Pookie. The one she hates. Puka. Pura? Pura. No. P- Pura. Is it Pura? Yeah,
4: Pura, Pura doesn't give you anything. Like, she upgrades your slate, and that's it. If you go to Robbie, no, but... you can get all kinds of, like, No, 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 but I'm talking about, and... like,
0: personality-wise. She has more cutscenes. She has more... She's more memorable. Yeah. Really? Really? You can tell because none of us could remember yeah. the other guy at all. <laughs> Even you were just like Robbie.
4: No, I knew who exactly who was talking, but first I was like the old man on the plateau, and that's why I was like, "Wait, old old man." I was say, Robbie. okay, what's, the what's
3: Robbie's <laughs> what most well-known about? quote?
4: He goes, "Doctor Robbie," and like does the pose.
0: Okay, but then, Pierre goes. He's
4: just Chucky. like the, he's like the Doc Brown of Hyrule. <laughs>
0: But he doesn't say, like, a single line that you can go back and go, Chucky.
4: But that's just annoying as hell. <laughs> wow. I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the off one. I just, I have, like, literally no use for Pura. I'm like, just give me my Sheikah Slate upgrades and leave me alone.
0: The, the only memorable character really from Breath of the Wild is the Builder.
4: Oh, that quest is so fun. Oh, yeah. That quest is long, but it's absolutely worth it.
2: The Builder?
3: Did you not, Ken? Yeah, um, oh, this isn't one of your loose ends, is it, Ken?
4: The Hylian yeah. homeowner quest. Wait did,
0: wait, did you not do the Terrytown quest?
3: No, nope, I never. Did oh anymore. man, oh, you, oh it's that's so the worth best it. Part of the game. Yeah, it's
4: the best part it's
0: of the so game. It's
4: so worth it. Okay,
0: go do that. You have to do that before we can talk anymore. <laughs>
1: Just
0: stop right the podcast. stop recording. Stop the
4: podcast. Go do it. No, that quest is so worth it. That's it's.
0: It's the only bit of story you really get in the game.
4: I mean, you get other bits of story, but this is, like, it's the, the current story. It's,
0: it's the only bit where you're just not like, oh, this is shit that happened in the past, whenever that was. They're like, here's new stuff happening over here, and it gets yeah. really good.
3: Yeah. Like, he, wait, he was, so,
2: wait. Where, where's the starting point for this quest so I, I the, know the what guy, direction? The guy
0: that no are, village. Okay, did you buy a house in Hateno?
2: No.
3: Oh, my God.
0: Okay, do that. Yeah. Do all that. Do all the yeah. house stuff. It'll take you a while, but do the house stuff. And then uh. you can Use your meet, uh
4: Bolson.
2: Yeah, so, like, basically, I did... All I was doing throughout the entire game was I did all the all the the ancient animal guys, F- freed, uh, freed Birdo, freed uh, fish lady, Rockman and who am I forgetting? Oh, One- o- o- Oneson. Oneson.
0: This just reminded me of like my grandma names Pokemon. <laughs> so the, the 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 bird man. Who's kind Meadow. of a jerk, and uh, uh,
2: ravioli? Reva- ravioli, Ravali. Ravali.
4: and all, all the,
0: all the people <laughs> with white hair in that town—that's Japan. Japan. Do you, do you want like a slight spoiler for the Terrytown quest? It's kind of funny.
2: Sure, because knowing me, unless when I come back to this, I'm probably gonna forget.
0: It's like the only town, it's like the Terrytown Tar- quest, is like you're actually building a town and getting together. At one point, like, they'll send you off to do stuff, and you have to get people in there. You can only invite people in that have a certain name quality to them, and it's really funny finding how how, how many people in the world exist like that. Yes. Oh, really? They're, okay. like, you, they're like, here's very specific things. We need them to be of, like, this ethnic group, this type of person, like, this type of job, and have this in their name, or else they can't move in. You're like, here's this perfect person named Tim. They're like... His name's Tim. Sorry, he can't move in here. <laughs> and it's stuff like that. And it's really... That's the best quest in the game is the whole Terrytown quest.
4: And Bolson is one of the absolute best, like, NPCs in any game I've ever come across.
2: Yeah, most I'm, like, going through it because I need to tie up the loose ends before I can start uh, Warriors, yeah? So like when i saw the trailer for hyrule warriors i was like who the hell is that white haired guy i didn't even know who he was and mm-hmm. then i was like oh it must have been the the old man that i just never did
4: i will say i'm slightly worried that hyrule warriors is diverging from quote unquote canon a little bit but i'm i'm curious to see how it's going to go i really want that I game mean, to end i mean we don't
0: really have a whole lot of canon for breath of the wild you but a lot we of know what, we but. know
3: what if i read that they the, have the, the, the direct like one of the directors from Breath of the Wild actually facilitating that game to make sure that it does end okay. up falling in Light canon. Line up,
4: because yeah. you you can't have a prequel to Breath of the Wild where everybody lives and everything is happy.
3: No,
2: like, like I said, like I said, I'm anticipating the last part of that level you being Ganon and just killing everyone. Yeah, I just I just want that as the last level. You just being being Ganon and just killing, all taking over the Divine beast. there we go, that that was the name, the unless Divine
3: it, Beasts and killing everyone. I think if they unless
0: it ends, like before everything really goes to hell like, you'll have to play through, like, you're gonna have a Crisis Core ending with Link
3: Yeah, I, I really hope that, you know basically, if they don't do that it's a missed opportunity for what may be the first like, at its core narratively driven Warriors game. Mm-hmm. Which I think mm-hmm. is really compelling.
2: Excuse you, excuse uh, uh, you, uh, Dynasty uh, Warriors uh, Five.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry.
2: As a dynasty, as a Dynasty Warriors person, I- I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked, Timber. <laughs> I need to fly to your part of the hand and slap you. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: I mean, Hyrule but- Warriors had a narrative. It was just wacky.
2: Oh, yeah, it was fun. I did like the 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 Fire Emblem Warriors game, too. Time dimension, I wish dimension Warping Aside.
0: Where they're like, here's all the characters that we want you to remember from Fates and from the original ones, but no one in between. Yep. <laughs> are they yep. going to put all <laughs> exactly. the ones that American characters, uh, American players know? No. Do we get Lynn? No. no. But we know her. <laughs>
1: nah. Yeah.
0: Nah.
2: Yeah, I mean, since we are talking about the the ps5 and xbox one as of right now as we are recording the xbox series s is currently out and s and x are currently out but
0: what a stupid name i'm sorry it's a stupid name
2: it's it's a stupid ass name actually i I just did a mistake earlier i called it the ps5 and xbox one (laughs)
3: Well, also, wait, but like, also, wait a also, second, 3DS, what is the so Xbox like, called? Well, hold on, because my favorite part was I legitimately was trying to find out information about the Xbox Series X and oh. when typing in to the autofill it populated with the Xbox One X and I was like, oh, which one is that? Oh, it's like the moderately upgraded just standard Xbox One and is totally not part of the Series series which I guess is what you have to call the Series because... Uh, yeah. It's
0: intentionally so. vague because they want it to make they want to like break the idea of console generations, which everyone says that there aren't really generations anymore. But the thing is, there kind of are because it's just really the companies trying to force this idea that there aren't.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're like, well, you know, games from this generation will work on next generation backwards compatibility. Mike, we already fucking had that, but they just it wasn't backwards compatibility. It was just the same game was on the old one and the new one. Now they're just trying to sell us on upgrades and charging us ten dollars more. There already are defined generations, it's just they're changing how they're discussing it. Don't worry, they're guys. They're changing how they talk about you it. You can
3: run The Witcher 4 on your Xbox One at 20 frames per second, and it's going to be great. Uh, I
2: mean, you can probably run it on the Switch also.
3: Yeah. And the Switch is portable, so that it's already got a leg up.
2: I mean, Project X Cloud has something, something to say about that.
3: Oh, God
0: why would anybody want to play the Witcher? Or anything though that series sucks timber even the people of poland that came in your chat told you the witcher sucks that
3: was the first game it is i'm i'm gonna levy the 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 f- fact that i think most people's opinions are the witcher one wasn't very good the witcher 2 was better but it still wasn't really quite there yet and the witcher 3 is the good one that's the series
4: uh, I've heard all the books are good. Yeah, I have not had a chance good. to read them yet.
3: I, I've been slowly reading through the first Witcher book on stream. Every time people redeem points, we're currently.
2: Oh my a, god! Do I have to redeem books for you points for you so you can get through it?
3: I mean, we're on page seventy-seven of uh, of two hundred and seventy-eight. So I mean, we might finish the book. Uh, what store are you at? What?
2: What story are you at?
3: Uh, I think we made it to. The Stroga. Uh,
2: Stroga
3: lesser God, evil, okay. lesser evil. Which is also regularly referenced in uh, the Netflix show. So. I was gonna say. Oh. I okay. haven't read. Yeah. I haven't
4: read the books yet, but I, I know the Stroga story. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's the one that was like the first episode of the actual series.
4: Yeah. I liked the series a lot. That I'm, I've been wanting to read the books for a while, but I have not been able to get to the library to get them.
3: Yeah, they've been, they've been a fun read. And uh, yeah, if you ever want to just have someone read it to you, you can just spend a bunch of temper chips on my <laughs> channel. <laughs> <laughs> 200 pages worth of channel points will get us far. <laughs>
2: Currently, I'm on the third book, so I'm having a lot of fun. We're not here to talk about The Witcher. We're currently we're here about to talk about good old bed joke
1: games.
3: Well, we might be talking about The Witcher. We don't know yet because this I'm is gonna, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna slap it. <laughs> 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 so, since this is the quote unquote end of this current generation, I kind of want to talk about what are the games that kind of stood out to us throughout this generation.
0: To be specific, at least for me, um, I don't yeah. know if this is a calls for all four of us. Um, I'm, unless it was multi platform on the Switch, I kind of ignored it because the Switch generation's on its own. So, yeah. like, this will be specifically multi platform PS4, Xbox One, and then games that came out on PC during this time as well. Because, like, the Switch, like, it's not over, so you can't be like, oh, you know, my last one from this past generation was Mario Odyssey, and then when the Switch 2 or whatever comes out in two years, like, oh, last generation was Mario Odyssey or this past one. Like, it, it, it's just, a, the the Switch is its own thing at the moment. So, I don't know, I think that's fair to kind of have that out a bit, because it's not being replaced yet.
3: I'm not following that rule. Like, I only
0: play Switch <laughs>
4: games. I'm, I'm sorry, what? I, what? Fans are gonna,
0: be like, I fans are gonna be like, fans gonna be like, fans like, I only play Switch games, and Timbers like, well, I, I only play things that came out twenty five years ago, like Wing Commander.
4: No, I don't only play Switch games. I am actually very idea upset at the idea of a Switch two coming out like within the next two years because I just bought one for myself. It'll and probably I,
0: come out. I see a Switch Pro coming out within the next year. I know
4: yeah, and that I makes me very the unhappy. Pro
2: is, the Pro is probably gonna come out around Monster Hunter. I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm hedging my bets there.
0: Monster Hunter games tend to come out alongside um new Nintendo handheld releases or like revisions. Monster Hunter 4U came out alongside the new um the new 3DS like um line and then Monster Hunter GU I think came out with the 2DS LL. Yeah. Right? So like they're like slight revisions. They always tend to come out when there's those. And I mean, GU came out on the Switch fairly early or double crossed it at that time. So it only makes sense that Rise, based on how it's looking like it's taking a lot more from World, would release next to a, a Switch Pro. But I could be wrong because Capcom's been known to squeeze like a lot of water out of a rock before. What is that the saying? I don't know. Timber.
3: What is the saying? The, don't put your eggs before they hatch.
2: The water out of a watermelon.
3: I don't know.
4: Uh, I think it is squeeze water out of a
1: rock.
0: And, okay, I was right. And you don't count your eggs before you hatch. Okay. <laughs> don't put the don't put the cart before the horse is what you mix those two. Together. Are we
4: going? To, are we going to be talking <laughs> idioms?
0: <laughs> I could. I so. To derail real quick, I used to teach adults in Japan like from like forty. <laughs> 90 and they like to just speak in japanese and never actually they like to speak in japanese about how fun it was to learn english and they do this for two hours or they just talk about stuff in town in japanese so they pissed me off enough to a point where i just kept teaching them idioms and they hated it and i was (laughs) passive aggressively teaching them idioms for two months before they're like can we please not do this anymore i'm like maybe because it pissed (laughs) me off
2: (laughs) oh my god I'm petty. So, since you started talking, um, Kyo, why don't you start with your list?
0: Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, um... <laughs> I mean, it's really weird, because I, I bought an Xbox One the year before I left for Japan, and then I left it in the States. I didn't touch it. I barely touched my Xbox One the whole generation, despite the fact I have gotten Game Pass, like Game Pass Ultimate several times, yeah. And have updated the thing. I finally got to my Xbox to the point where the beta dashboard's been removed so it actually runs like forty to fifty percent faster than it used to. Mm. Um, but I still don't I don't own that much on it. Like I think it came with Assassin's Creed four and Unity. And then it came with then I bought like Borderlands. I bought a lot of like re releases or like bundles of stuff for it. Like I think one of the highlights I have is like rare replay from that, but it's mostly games I already owned after I looked at it. And then, like, I bought a PS4 when I moved to Japan. That's actually when I got to start to play new games with that. And that was, like, what what year did I go to Japan? 2015? Yeah? Or was it 2016?
2: Two years after, so tw- 2016.
0: I think I went in 15. No, I went in 15. I had to, because I came back in 19. No, so, yeah, I went over agree. in 15. So, was that a year in or two years in to the system?
2: A uh, A year. Because when we came back, when I... It- it came out when I was in uh, abroad, and that was two thousand thirteen.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Cause I, cause I think the pro and stuff came out the following year when I was there. Anyway. Yeah. I like. That was my first introduction to it because, like, I was gonna skip the generation for a while until I pay. I my first game I got. And that's the only reason why it's on this list is Metal Gear Solid Five. Because <laughs> it was the first game <laughs> I play. Well, it was the first game I played where it actually felt next gen at that time where like it didn't yeah. feel like
2: because like it, engine and stuff like that looked, yeah the fox really, engine, really, really, it looked
0: really nice good. the gameplay was great um like it was really fun just like you know fultoning people out like the story's trash i've never finished the game i've tried it over and over again um how, i also how put,
2: far did you get in the story because i'm, I'm I also got, going through middle gear so
0: i n- nearly finished the first act of it no because okay. everyone's like so like I, I remember like I've been to the second location in there and stuff like that. I had a lot of fun. I played it for like 45 hours just like doing side missions and stuff, but eventually I burned out and the story was boring. Um oh, I yeah. did play it. I did play it and thank god I had Japanese voices for it cuz the Japanese release had English text Japanese voices. Yeah. Whereas um you can't get the the opposite voice acting in any other region. And like I had on it was like the first one where I actually sold me on buying a PS4 while I was there and I got that in Destiny. Destiny is not on my list. But like I'll go with that as being like my first one on there. Like how do you want to do it? Do you mean list them all off or do you just want to like
2: Yeah, just list them all off? It'll be fine.
0: Okay. Well I had that. Um I really enjoyed um just like some that like I kinda of played and really and didn't finish, but I really liked. Gears Gears Five was fun. I thought that was fun for what I played of it. I even played some horde with some buddies like about two or three weeks ago. That was fun. Um Titanfall 2 was probably the best. One of the best first-person shooter campaigns I've ever played. haven't finished it, but, like, it was mm. fun the whole time. Um, I'm going to have to, like, mark these out while I go through. Can I, how do I do strike through? I'm going to, like... Because I'm going to forget what I talked about.
3: What made Titanfall 2 That's... good?
0: So, oh,
2: I really like Titanfall... A phonom- it's a phenomenal story, in my opinion.
0: The story's actually good. I played the first Titanfall. I hate multiplayer games. I loved Titanfall 1. Because... One, you're in a giant robot that can punch people and splatter them. And two, the movement for those games for a shooter is so good and it just it's let me do do the the thing. It just works. It just works. Everything clicks, it's fast, you can jump from the ground to the wall to the air. Like you know, I forgot if you had a grapple hook or not. You can zip across things, you can jump to the robot, it can pick you up, you can jump out of the robot, you can punch stuff, the people blow up your robot. You can have a nuclear explosion when you jump out of it and kill people. And it's just like, it's just very quick moving. You're not, not a lot of downtime. You don't have to worry about really long respawns. If you did, it's because someone blew up your Titan. You're always having something to do, at least in like the first, like the multiplayer two for both games. If you are not a good shooter, like not good at shooters, there's AI enemies always around and killing them makes you feel like you did something, adds to the points for your team. And can help you get your like your Titan back quicker. So even when you're not good at that, you still feel like you contribute. And it did a good job of bringing old players in, or inexperienced with new players. Like it was, it was a really weird, like fun setup. And then Titanfall Two added a campaign to that, and the campaign was just super fun. The robot had a voice and a personality. Like it was actually a really good game. I need to go back and finish that one. Nice,
3: still worth in 2020.
0: I think so, yeah. Because like one of my favorite. um, my favorite like shooter campaign of the previous generation was Resistance 3, which was another one of those where they just like they All took right. what they took what didn't really need to have a deeper story and gave it a better story that was really memorable. Mm-hmm. Like Resistance 3 was probably that was it's easily my favorite first person shooter campaign of that generation of oh, the wow. PS3 one.
3: I appreciate when they do that. I just wish that it wasn't happening on these sequelized titles because I have no idea having kind of Shirk away from the earlier entries because i'm like well it's not story driven so i'm not gonna be initially drawn to it but
2: also three kind of wiped the board anyway
3: like
1: everything
0: that happened before three happened in three but you move on with a new character and they tell they reference things if you need to know Mm. it kind of like picks up i think like 10 years after the second game where everything's gone to hell even more
3: yeah resistance was kind of the Answer to God of War was or p- what the hell uh, to um yeah, Halo. Gears of War. No, it was that? It was an answer to area. Halo. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was like the closest... was
2: was supposed to be the the Halo killer back in the day.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I wish they'd bring like at least like a compilation of the three. Like especially if they go back to the first game and tweak it to be a bit more playable nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, that'd be interesting to have. Um, but after that, um, Until Dawn, like, uh, mostly it's going to be PS4 games. Until Dawn was great. That was a great horror experience. And I hate game- I hate horror games that don't have gameplay, but that one made it fun to, like, play through a movie. Because you saw all the tropes of the characters you knew. A lot of the faces are recognizable, like Mr. Robot's in there. And, like, it's fun to go through and try and save everyone. Then it's really fun to go through and get everyone killed. Yep. It's- and there's a pupper in there. Like, I... What, can you pet him?
4: What kind yeah. of a pupper?
0: It's a wolf.
2: When when you play as Mike when you get the bone, that's right. a bone over there and you can't even give him the bone and he acts really nice to you after
1: that.
0: Yeah. Let's see. What else came out? Uh, I like the Ratchet and Clank remake. I thought that was fun. I mean, it wasn't oh, okay. yeah. anything special, but it was fun. That's a big thing with this past gen. It's a lot of nothing special, but it was fun. I thought Remother was fun, like as like a like a non a nonviolent horror game in a way, because it was more stealth based like Clock Tower, but like again, it was fun, but it's mostly memorable for being kind of jank. Let's see, we're kinda getting down to the ones that are more memorable for me. Um, I have two like kind of special mentions. I know it was kind of like a top ten, but like I'm gonna say Tetris Effect was a really fun one because it was just a good Tetris experience in Alien Isolation. I played that on PC, but it was fun, although I'll never want to play it again.
3: I mean, I remember you almost rejecting that game wholesale because of the shooting segment at the very beginning where you couldn't you yeah, could it was not bad. get past it's that bad. room.
0: I couldn't because the the spike can, the difficulty spikes in that game are really high and I'm bad at stealth. And like the beginning of the game though, like when you're against the alien, stealth works differently than when you're against human enemies and human enemies just work as gen- like like generic enemy AI in every other game and they can see you through walls sometimes. Whereas like it was just not fun. Like if they just if they trimmed out everything that did not include the alien in that game, one, it would be like eight hours long. And two it'd be a much better game. I agree. Much better. Um okay, so then my last few let's see, Bloodborne. I actually really like that one, despite the fact I fucking hate Souls games now and I don't ever <laughs> want to touch them again really liked Bloodborne when I played it, but it's probably because it's actually tried to improve on the formula, and then they just regress back into making three, but it was also more like Devil May Cry and action That was like what actually drew me in. Also, I like the, um, what is it, like the Victorian era stuff. Was it Victorian era? I believe so. But it's like yeah, Eldritch Horror and Victorian like uh, aesthetics and just like really bad Cockney accents everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, After that, Monster Hunter World. Really like that one. I played that with Ken a lot, actually. And Mujihi.
3: I mostly just watched Captain K play that at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Captain K, I went from wanting to play it by watching him and then never wanting to touch it again. (laughs) Got Hollow Knight Syndrome. And then, like, my top two for the generation, um, Detention, which is an indie horror game out of Taiwan. One of the best horror games I've ever played in my life. Um, I highly recommend it to everyone. It's like three to four hours long. It's not hard. There's multiple there's two endings to it. It's a serious horror game that's not no one like they try and make serious horror games, but it just goes a little like it's overwritten and it's just like ends up being corny and shitty and stuff like that. This is actually more of like historical fiction in on top of it, and actually was really well done. This is actually uh if you go look on GDQ's um, YouTube and Twitter accounts, I um, helped commentate on a speedrun of this about on Halloween, so go look. It was with me and Obergano. Maybe I'll put a link or something there, but yeah, I, I actually even commentated on that one. That was a fun, fun run. Um, but can anyone guess what my top one is then, because you haven't said it yet?
4: Resident Evil 2.
0: No.
2: Resident
0: Evil three. Man. Haunting. <laughs> if, if anyone has if anyone has R E three at their top list for this generation, they're a fucking sap.
2: <laughs> uh, damn it.
0: <laughs> no, it's obviously Resident exactly. Evil 7 Biohazard, oh, because I man. love that game. I
3: cannot believe it was not Animal Crossing New Horizons.
0: Because we said I said no Switch games, Timber. <laughs> it's like you don't listen. You don't listen. Uh No, I liked Argus 7 a lot. That's, like, the only Resident Evil I will still play right now because I'm just so burned out on the franchise. Like, not just that. It's just, like, once you move move outside of Resident Evil and Silent Hill, there's so much better horror experiences. And I like both. It's just, like, it gets so much better. Like, I'm not saying play indie horror because most of them are trash. But, I mean, like, go into the other ones because there's, like, if you only want to play things that are polished, for one, I don't know why you're playing Silent Hill. But, like, if you want to see more than just, like, Basically, the Marvel cinematic universe of horror games is Resident Evil. If you just want that like generic, like least common denominator, like a pandering type of uh horror experience, Resident Evil. Like it's character based where they have no characterization, the games are repetitive, the fan base is toxic. Like it's there's so many better games to play even within horror. Like, I would rather go play the Saw game again. Than play, like Resident Evil Two remake ever. I never want to play that game again. Like somehow this generation, like, even within, compared like, to Resident Evil Two Classic, this- I don't want to play that either. Either I'm like so tired of Resident Evil Two for sure. They're so hell bent on just not giving up Leon, Claire, Chris that it's just so tiresome to even deal with the franchise anymore. They're making new things right now. They're making new like all- extra media. CG movie or maybe it's a CG series about Leon and Claire they're making new movies based on Resident Evil zero and, or 0 and 1 or 1 and 2 which means just Chris and Jill and possibly Leon and Claire again and then they're making another Resident Evil thing that's just based on Wesker's kids I don't know so it's just more Resident Evil 1 again Damn and man, I'm just so,
2: so, sad. so no tired Rebecca of Chambers? it
0: she'll probably be in it if they if it's based off 0 and 1 or 1 and 2 like she's in 1 and 0. Yeah. But like they're just pandering so much to that now because they fucked up so much after. It's just it's it's too much. Like if they just would go on like I'm interested in 8. I'm excited for 8. But Chris is back. They better kill him. He better die cuz I'm what so Sheva? Oh, I'd love to see Sheva come back, but the thing is side characters don't come back. Hmm. What what are Let's see. The ones from six, Jake and Helena, they're not coming back. Pierce for sure is not coming back. Cause he did. Um, Billy's never come back. Sheva's never come back. Ashley's never come back.
1: Carlos. Um,
0: Carlos has only come back in a remake. So it doesn't really count. Sherry came back. In, Sherry and Ada keep coming back. Kind of. Um, Moira's didn't come say, back. Isn't, it took...
2: isn't Sherry in the giraffe game?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. She's in there. Barry took forever to come back Moira is not going to come back like it's just if you're not the Redfields or Leon Ada Jill you're not coming back
2: or related to stars
0: that that's it really even that's that's just it yeah. it's just them like even Wesker isn't back and I'm surprised that they're not pandering to people with that more now it's just tiresome to see a franchise just go from like Not that they were necessarily going the right way, but they were always willing to try and experiment more to just falling back to pandering, which is like what this whole past generation, this next one's going to be is more pandering. And as someone who only plays old games, you think I'd be excited about this, but I'm tired of of like nostalgia pandering and it's just going to get worse because it's just going to be Leanna and Claire, Chris and Jill all the time. So honestly, that series, if Chris does not die in this next one, I'm probably done with the series. Like, if they keep bringing him back, I'm done.
2: So, I guess that answers my next question. I was going to say, what game of this generation kind of disappointed you the most?
0: Um, Honestly, RE2 and 3 Remake were like, because together they're one thing. Those were probably the biggest disappointments to me, because they went from being like, oh, these are really fun, to just realizing that they're just so empty and vapid experiences, especially 3. Like, I enjoyed 3 the first time through, but every replay after, it's just so bare bones and boring? Like it's probably I mean,
2: the. Like I said, well, we when we had this discussion between me and you. Like I could totally understand that with three, especially because mm-hmm. there's there's things that it felt like was left out and cut out, and this is coming from a person that never played mm-hmm. those original games.
3: It was just very transparent. I totally understand. Yeah. Huh?
0: Yeah, like, even, like, like looking, like looking ignoring the fact that it's not the same as the original game, it's just, if you compare it to this previous game that came out a year before, which is completely valid to compare it to, because you're only as good as the last game that came out, it's just on a straight line. You're just constantly pushed forward. So, for, like, as, as far as pacing goes, you don't get lost too much. But they put out that demo that put you in a vertical slice of the one open area of the game, And that's just that part. After that, you're on a straight line, the rest of it. It's like it had the opposite of Final Fantasy XIII syndrome, where you're on a straight line, you get to a big area, you go back on the straight line. This was... You're in an open-ish area, you're on a straight line. The rest of it. So, like, it just... the, The franchise has just completely fallen apart, personally, to me. And that's just been the biggest disappointment. A lot of people will say, like, oh... Metal Gear was a letdown, or the fact PT never came out into a real game was a letdown. Honestly, I would rather things die with having better memories of them than to keep on going as like a shambling corpse at this point.
4: Do you think that um, when they released when they released RE2, I think, and maybe even um, remaster? Do you think that they saw the potential and how big the speedrunning community and how big the concept of that is and this is not like a put down to the, the speed oh, running yeah. community I, or anything um but do you think that they saw the potential for that and from a marketing perspective instead of going for a game of substance they went this is the market we're after
0: i think partly it could be that because they know like re's really big in the speed running and then also because capcom's always found a way to streamline their games to make them as cheap as possible to have like because if they're cheap and short they might have more longevity of people right. playing through them a lot, right. than if it's too long and no one finishes them. That's the right. like kind of where Pokemon got to, where it's like, oh, they say, oh, well, we put on this effort for like here, i and realized you no, know, was like you know, such like you know, only ten to twenty percent were playing it, so we cut it out to like save time. Well, that's great for the people who just pick up the game and then drop it, or speedrunners because there's not so much to go through. But for anyone who's a casual fan that wants to sink their teeth into it and actually have fun, right? It's just empty like all the the campaigns in re2 remake are just copy pasted the same things i know i'm just repeating myself over and over every time i talk about this game but it really is like the same campaign four times and not like the original games were that different but right they should six like you know be better than the old one if you're going to remake it not worse or they were like
4: the original re2 is and this is coming from somebody who played the remake and then went back and played the og one they're so Uh different I was shocked, yeah, very different. and I I feel like after playing that, I still think I still think RE2 remake for someone like me, who is scared easily, and mm-hmm. you know I I just don't get that into it, it. It's fine, but like you said, I feel like they kind of dropped the whole. Not that not that RE had like a huge narrative point to begin with, you mm-hmm. know. But they just kind of went. This is our target market. Is one-time players, speedrunners, so that's who we're going for. And so, yeah. like anything that could have been substance or campy or what made it so unique was just scrapped because that was the angle that they went for.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fine if like they're like, well, our market's actually here and not there. I'm like, is there one of those like, er, they don't they don't care about their hardcore fan base anymore? Who? It's right. not gonna happen. And, and like in this day and age, very few games if they want success, if they want you know financial return on what they have are just going to pander to the 10 people that just want to like, you know, the exact same thing. I had a friend who was mad because Ari one remake was not just Ari on the PlayStation with better graphics because they added stuff to it. They changed the layout a little bit, you know, they added to it and they were pissed that it was different. There's like, why can't it just be the same thing, but prettier? I'm like, because you already have that. Right. Like, that's why I don't don't mind. Like the other games still exist, but, at least in that regard to that one, it's kind of a bad comparison too because they added to it instead of remove. But it's like, like they're they're going after the market that once, that That was one of those where they kind of pandered to the original fans that wanted more out of something. Whereas like after they realized that that didn't sell, that they just started pandering to the people that just wanted exactly the same or less, you know, just quick, which is fine. It's fine. Our Final Fantasy VII remakes kind of like that too. It kind of streamlining everything while also having so much padding in it. That one's such a weird case study to look at. I can't wait for that to all be out so someone can, like, do a master's thesis on that shit. Yeah. It's very
4: frustrating that they're releasing it how they are to me.
0: It is and isn't. Like, it's one of those, unless you want it to take, you know, 10 years to develop and, like, be very inconsistent quality wise throughout, this is the only Mm -hmm. way to do it. Like, if they want to, like, when they're like, we want to add in stuff that wasn't there that we had before with ideas or we have some new ideas to explain things. There's no other way they can do it save for making only two parts. But I mean, we won't know until the whole thing's out really. But yeah. like I would have rather them released it like without the padding and it been like 20 hours long for like 50 or 40 bucks instead of being $60 and just be like a lot of fluff that I was just trying to push through at the end. That game's like my honorable mention because I did enjoy it. But I, I don't know. I want to honestly I want to see that run on like the PS5 just to see if it runs better. Cause not yeah. that I had like frame rate dips. I just, I want load times to be better. <laughs> I don't want to have to like have like cloud slowly walk in, in between like, you know, like two walls or crouching under something just so like it can take, you know, the, the two full minutes, something, I don't know if it's over two, but like the full 30 seconds to a minute to load the next like side. I think the, uh, the new systems will definitely speed that up. A lot of games are going to like from late gen are going to have a huge boost on the new ones because of the increased um, load power or loading ability yeah. for this. So I'm yeah. interested to do that. So if anyone wants to contribute to a PS5 fund for me, so I can do a proper reanalysis, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake.
2: Oh, well, I can ask my other friend.
0: I don't have money. It has to be a gift. I'm Well,
2: broke. I can take an IOU. I still have the IOU for the GameCube games.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you can do this big of an IOU, because I think I owe you like 80 <laughs> bucks. I don't know if I can owe you like you know six hundred.
2: You know what's you know what's what's a increase of like five hundred percent on there? If
0: if you were still like like if things were in a better situation, you were still working, I might take you up on that IOU, but not now. Wait, Timber's still working. Timber, buy me PS five.
3: I I can't find any. I don't have one
0: buy me one to make up for all the typing you do when we edit this.
3: I don't feel like that's an equivalent exchange. That's for
1: me! me. Hey,
0: hey, I'm still owed for before, before you took over, in the before time. Yeah, But I'll I'll end that, because I think that was like a half an hour of me just talking straight.
2: No, it's fine. Uh, Well, like, that's just on top of me
0: talking for like eight and a half hours straight this morning, so...
2: What about you, Fangirl?
4: My list... Ugh. Okay. Um, a lot of these. I I, I didn't play. M- okay. So I'm I'm full disclosure. I never had an Xbox. I've never played anything that was on the Xbox if it wasn't on another console. So mm. this is just me and my PlayStation games that I liked. And I also didn't top ten these. I just have a list of them. Oh, mine. Um,
0: mine. I just I read out of order. So yeah, yeah I I have Just to top ten them. Mine
3: is out of order. Same, same too. I just
0: same. left the last one as a joke.
1: Okay.
4: So um. I'm actually going to say, uh, kind of going off what you said, uh, Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 are on my list. Just because, Mm. for me, someone who plays things like that casually with no intent to speedrun and no intent to do it other than to scare the absolute hell out of myself and just be that as it is, I actually very much enjoyed those. Uh, They were a lot of fun for me. Um, Did you scary. ever play three? I have three, but I have not played it yet.
0: Okay. Cause um, like you're like watching you play two was fun. Yeah. Like I had fun fucking with you during that. Yeah. And <laughs> I had fun that.
4: playing that. Like it was, it was fun for me. And I still actually really like playing that. It's fun for me because again, it's just a competition with myself. And so I don't mind all of the, like the criticisms that you said, all of them are just valid, but I don't mind it because it's, Like, I guess it's just not that important to me, and I don't, like, consider it to have any substance to begin with, so I don't expect anything from it. Mm -hmm. So, But those are on my list. Um, The Witcher. The Witcher 3, I should specify. Um, Very slowly working my way through that, but I enjoy what I've played of it. Um, I think as far as open-world games on that system, it's probably one of the best there is.
3: I'm glad that you had Uh, a... uh kind of an about face on that, because I know your first impressions of it were not good.
4: Well, it was more it was, it was more my own sensitivity getting to me where um, I don't think I can play games like that on stream. Um, it's the same reason I haven't played Xenoblade on stream when I've been slowly working my way, way through that, because since I don't know the controls, and like even if I put in a blind, like, this is a blind run, someone's going to come in and be like, you're doing it wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And me being the person I am is going to go, fine I just won't do it
0: <laughs> I do want to say as far as I know for the the um, Xenoblade community people will try and help you out because mechanics aren't as apparent sometimes and the Xenoblade community is the only one I know that like goes at great lengths to not spoil people in the story
4: okay well that's good because I have not been spoiled on the story so I think I might start playing that but I, I, like, I what I've played of The Witcher I have not finished it yet but what I've played of it I've very much enjoyed I thought they did a really good job Keeping it linear enough but also leaving room plenty of room to explore. And I think the story is interesting. Uh what remains of Edith Finch? Or Finch. Oh, I forgot about that Same. one. Same. Yeah. Um
3: It's a really good one.
4: It's very good. It's not anything like I what I expected it to be. I had no idea what it was going into it, but I actually ended up really enjoying it for for exactly what it is. I don't think anybody should go into that game expecting it to be like some huge narrative walking simulator. It is just a walking simulator but I thought it had an interesting enough story and a good enough graphics and experience and heart to it that it made it really um, I enjoyed playing that a lot and I recommend it to a lot of people. Uh, Alien Isolation... Oh, go ahead.
3: I was just going to say, uh, I think it's also a good one to go in with blinders on. Uh, the yes, there, there was so much about that game that I remember playing, but not. I didn't see even so much as a synopsis, um, like blurb about it. I just bought it, played. Um, through to like the first section and the twists that end up happening caught me completely off guard if I would have read like the synopsis of that game I would have already known what was going to be happening before I even got to those parts and I feel like that actually would have taken away from some of the experience so if it's within your power to not know anything about the game and just buy it and play it that's probably best
4: I agree like if if you haven't played that one or watched anybody play it do not look up anything about it just go into it completely blind it's it's worth it um, Alien Isolation, just because it scared me so much that I couldn't finish it, oh. and uh, uh, I you I you also couldn't that, finish uh, it because it was just too damn long.
3: It is <laughs> you, really long. You,
0: you played it with the um with the voice uh, recognition on too, didn't you?
4: I played it with the voice detection on. Yeah, that was funny. All right. <laughs> uh, I, did you, I and then like you, know it, you
0: can't do that on PC. I believe no, you I, can.
4: Yeah, you can't do it on PC. I, well, I guess no, I don't like, know.
0: No, like um the um the voice recognition, it's not a feature on PC.
4: Oh, see that playing with the voice we were, recognition was fun, but.
0: Because we were trying to get Chris Naga to play it. We got him to or Tofu. I'm not going to say we. Tofu bullied him to play it on on nightmare mode. And then we were trying to get him to uh, to plug in his mic for it, too. But it didn't pick it up because it's yeah. something only on the um, Xbox One and
3: PS4. Yeah, I guess it's not yeah. able to get the oh, permissions yeah. from the hardware level to actually.
4: Mm.
2: So, so Fangirl. Yeah, you should play that game in VR. God.
4: Okay, so first off, VR if, if I... the
2: voice detection.
4: <laughs> I would do that for a donation goal. If I did that, um, I would have to, I, I would put that on the same level for PT, where I would have to have, like, a huge incentive to do that. Um, because it really did scare me. And I got really, really, really mad about the fact that the AI was so smart that when I finally oh, yeah. did yep. get I did get the flamethrower and then I was like sweet now I can actually defend myself against the damn thing it learns like it learns that like oh she's just gonna shoot it at me and then it's just gonna keep coming and I love the alien series of movies but that thing is scary <laughs> it's scary and I don't <laughs> like it and I don't like it when it drags me out of the vents and I don't like it when it like tackles me and it's like uh it it was very upsetting and it was just so long like there was just so much Dead space in there. What is it like? Nineteen chapters.
2: Yeah. So it's pretty bad.
4: But I think it was a good game as far as it was actually scary and tense, and I think the AI, like technology that they put in it, was oppressive. I also have The Last of Us, the first one, just because I enjoyed it. Um. And then this is actually probably going to (laughs) be. The nail in my own coffin but zero time dilemma um, oh. because I really liked that series as a whole uh, and I think zero time dilemma ran into a lot of production issues where it almost didn't even get made um, which I think would have been it's not a perfect game by any means it's sloppy in some aspects it's convoluted because the whole series is convoluted The character models are a little bit distracting, but I, there were two times in that game that I actually was legitimately shook, and then I just ended up, I thought it was a very nice wrap up to the whole Zero Escape series, which I highly recommend people play if they're into that kind of thing. Timber, I think you'd like it.
3: I've seen stuff about it. I'm still on the fence just because I feel like it's kind of in the same category as like a Danganronpa, maybe.
4: It is very much.
0: It is a Dongan Rampa.
3: Yeah.
4: It is. And I But I th- I have no desire to play Dongan Rampa. I probably will at some point, but I really did like this.
3: Okay. Yeah.
4: I think this has a better narrative than Dongan Rampa.
3: Okay. I'll have to give I'll have to give it a look then.
4: So that would be my list. Um I have not played Until Dawn and I really want to. Um and I really want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. So those would be the other games that are still in for this generation you can get for
0: like 20 bucks now I think.
4: I know it's it's not the getting it it's the having time to do it finding time Oh yeah to
0: I have mean, had a copy of it sitting here for <laughs> two or three years <laughs> I haven't got more than an hour into it
3: I almost bought it but then yes. I was like I already have so many giant RPGs on deck that I need to play I don't want to add another one right now
2: It's not RPG though
3: I can isn't it RPG length like how long does it take to get through Horizon It's like 30 hours, right? It took me
2: two weeks. It took me about an episode length to kind of go through it, so about two weeks.
0: Mm. What's quantifiable in actual hours, though? Because two weeks, you're not going to be planning Uh, it for two weeks straight.
2: Yeah, quantifiable hours, uh, I'd say 20 to 30, give or take.
3: Yeah, that's about where I'd place it. It's not terrible. Uh, that's certainly more doable. That's not bad. than a Yakuza game. So maybe I'll bump that up on my priority list. I'm not sure.
2: Oh, no, I would say do Yakuza <laughs> first. Yakuza is shorter. Is it
3: really? Okay, I, maybe I just don't have any perspective of time anymore. I played Breath it's, of the Wild, and I followed it up.
2: mostly because Horizon is more open world. And getting across there, unless you have a mount take some time.
3: And then one day I'll play Persona oh, yeah. 5. You
2: can you, yeah, you can get a... Ho oh, oh, ho, yeah, we'll talk
4: about that. <laughs> uh the other one that's on this generation for PS4 that I want to play is I do want to play Final Fantasy 7 because that is also a game that I will go into completely blind. I have somehow managed it's to really avoid knowing me. anything about the story. He's like, well, so it surprises me, too, because I have a lot of friends who really like Final There's, Fantasy, no, but I like played, like, the first four hours. five There's minutes like of it. There's one specific and
0: thing about the game that you don't know, and it surprises the hell out of me, because it's the equivalent of, like, Dumbledore kills Snape. <laughs> no, that that that's, it's just one of those, like... Don't spoil
4: it like, for me, I don't know anything. Like, I haven't I know Cloud doesn't die, played, it's not Cloud that dies. I've never really I, read you
0: through... You haven't
2: gotten there. You I haven't gotten there, right?
0: No, I was saying, like, I haven't watched read or anything of harry potter and i know like that just from cultural osmosis for so for you to not know this one thing
4: well harry potter no, a lot bigger than final fantasy 7 i mean but, final like, fantasy 7 is, is like the most to, like, the popular
0: rpg world, of all time harry arguably. potter is like
4: everything
0: it's a thing where like everyone knows it's a thing where everyone knows Cloud i am not going People to argue know with this you. as the final fantasy guy at the yeah, very least and that's what i know So it's one of those like if i know a plot twist from a late Harry Potter book, and I don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> it's just weird that you don't know this one. Th-
4: I avoided Twilight Princess spoilers for ten years.
0: Well, it's because it's mostly just the plot of Ocarina of Time with with a uh, with a lolly bait tsundere character. <laughs> Sorry, All she's right. more Yandere than anything.
2: Yandere, I was
0: gonna say yeah. Yandere, um,
2: like Twilight Baby. Oh man.
1: Sorry,
3: go back to what So
2: speaking about. of yandere twilight baby, Timber, why don't you give us
3: your, your Well, uh yandere uh, twilight baby is not on. Oh. Um, uh-huh. uh,
2: I'm so sorry. Fangirl, what was your worst game of this generation? Yeah, fuck
0: you, you Timber.
4: My worst game? Um I really wanted yeah. to like Grand Theft Auto 4. And I
0: That was last gen. The gen that was before a, that. what? You mean Grand Theft Auto Five? No,
4: Grand Theft Auto Four. I played that on the PS Four.
0: That was Grand Theft Auto Four was early three sixty.
4: No, it wasn't. We had it for the PS Four. Well, I swear to God, yes, we it did. it was. Who
2: who did you play as? Nico. Nico or, Bellic. Or were you? In no, California? Nico
4: Bellic. I've never played Five. Hmm. Okay, hmm. Grand
0: Theft Auto Four came out in two thousand
4: eight. I, I I played it on the PS Four though. I absolutely know I did.
0: It doesn't have a PS4 port.
3: Did it have Ballad of Gay Tony randomly only on the PS4? No, <laughs> no
4: it, it was Diko no. Bellic. The, the only game. Hang on.
0: Hmm. The releases are PS3, 360, and Windows. Uh, my, oh, uh, Odin
4: is over here agreeing with me. He's backing me up because he played it too.
0: Hold on. Why hasn't GTA 4 been re-released for PS4? Which is from January 19, 2020. <laughs> I- nope. They unfortunately never ported 4 or episodes from Liberty City to PS4, so the only option for playing them is to use a PS3 or PlayStation Now.
4: That's weird, because I... Sw- oh, maybe
2: you played on PlayStation Now. <laughs>
0: Wait, I don't even know if now, actually. I'm, I am I don't know. I swear to God, maybe it was now, the 3, but
4: I, but I played it on. Okay, well then, that doesn't count then. Because I swear to God, I played it on the are PS4. You sh-
0: are you sure you didn't play it on like a three? No, I, I've
4: never played an Xbox. I've never even like, like, touched an Xbox.
0: What did you play?
4: I played Grand Theft Auto Four. I made it like halfway through it. Nico Bellic, and all of the weird you were, music. You were in and, and New York City. You were in yep. New York and all mm-hmm. that lovely stuff. And that's the one that has like all that you could do. All the weird like, you could that that has all the weird mods where you can like throw yourself off of buildings and stuff. Now. Um, we have Grand Theft Auto 5, but I've never played it.
3: I'm trying to figure out I can echo that I also have never been able to get into that series as a whole.
4: I love Grand I Theft Auto 2 though, or of uh, not 2 Vice City. I
3: I like the aesthetics of Vice City, but I still am not a big fan Vice of it. Vice City's the only good one. Yeah, but I still don't really like the underlying gameplay mechanics of it, even though I yeah. do acknowledge that of We're all, all the of same. them Vice City does have the most pleasant aesthetic, but it's just I don't like the setting, I don't like the premise.
4: No, I, I, I can get behind you on that. It's not like a super fun thing, but the aesthetic of it was very appealing to me and just the stupid crap you could get away with in the game. <laughs> like I, I ramped a buttons yeah. and just, you know, it was fun for that.
0: Yeah, there's been petitions to get a remaster before, but it's never
4: That's so weird because I swear I played it on the four you... I, I played it on the four. Are you sure you didn't watch. No, nope, I it? did it. It was me.
0: What kind of witchcraft are you doing over there in the cornfields?
4: <laughs> not, con- I I'm not conjuring enough demons to my side because. Well, since I still that live one for-
0: wasn't on. PS4 what, what would be actual... my
4: worst game then on PS4? Gosh, I don't know well, if I mean I'd if we played... want to throw in the
0: Wii U generation you could say Twilight Princess or at least I would.
4: But that's not my worst game. <laughs> I don't I like that game. It should be. I like that game better than Wind Waker.
0: Cuz you have bad taste. We know this. Ooh. Doesn't like Wind Waker, likes RE2 remake. What kind of shit person is this? Hey. Not wrong. <laughs>
4: I'm trying to think.
0: I'm going to make a Reddit post. My friend somehow played GTA 4 on her PS4. How, how, how do you? You just you just, you just
4: referred to me as what kind of a shit person is this, and then you said, my friend did this. Sorry
0: right there, bud.
4: Um, God, I don't know. Honestly, I said, I don't know. I don't really, I haven't played enough PS4 games to have a necessarily bad one. I was not a fan of Assassin's Creed when I tried to play it.
0: Which one, OG?
4: I don't remember which one it was. There Number are fifteen
0: one. Assassin's Creed main series titles.
4: I don't know.
3: I loved one for teaching me history that I never learned. That also, yeah, I like the exist. aesthetic
4: of it. I just didn't like the game.
2: What? Where? Where were you? I was. Were you in Rome? Were
4: you in? It was Were in
3: Greece. In America? Okay. Greece? Yes. It was Odyssey. Okay, so that was Odyssey. That one's... Yeah, that one has some problems.
4: I really tried to get it, like... I tried to get into the aesthetic of it, because it was a very pretty game.
2: Oh,
3: yeah, there are really
2: pretty games, but... I,
3: I think... The, the thing about those games for me is that at this point, I just like viewing them as random historical set-piece simulators, where it's like, hey... Do you want to run around the the rooftops of Greece for a bit? There you go. You want to run around the rooftops of the Middle East? We have one for that. Rooftops of Rome? Here you go. The rooftops of the... America In when there's no roofs? Here you go. Uh... The Assassin's Creed series is... <laughs> a lot of trees there, but you can climb The em.
0: Assassin's Creed series really is like the popcorn movie series of games, I think. It's like the big blockbuster action flick type like popcorn game series where there's like a consistent release all the time but like there's no substance to any of them and a lot of people like oh it was so good it's like but was it though or was it just something to keep you in between other releases because like i haven't been excited for an assassin's creed since four and even like four was the first one i didn't buy at launch in a long time and four ended up being the one i liked and after that they just like kind of Kept going downhill, and they're like, "Oh, they're now they're action RPGs." I'm like, "I don't want that at all." My
3: struggle with the Assassin's Creed games—I I I'd never been excited for their re- releases, but I did really enjoy one and three, which are the two that I ended up I'd buying like three. and playing. I, like I enjoyed three. both of them. I enjoyed both of them. I didn't find the narratives particularly compelling, but I did really enjoy the settings. I enjoyed spending my time in them and and learning stuff uh through the games the thing is um after i played those two i kind of looked at it and was like okay four came out it's about pirates which means it's basically like three but with more of the boats which were a good part it's it's a
0: lot better than three a lot better with the boats than three if you haven't played black flag that's probably the best one in the series
3: okay because my struggle is consistently just how can I justify playing more of these because they're all kind of just the same game over and over and over and over and over. Um, You know, after having experienced two of them, it's like basically pick your setting. Right. So like, maybe I should try Odyssey because it, it does. I do really like Greek mythology and Greek mythos, but, but it'll just be the same game. Also, just a brief tangent about Vice City uh, before we completely disappear from that topic. <laughs> I still have uh, uh, Take These Broken Wings and Learn to Fly Again stuck in my head from that game. <laughs> that soundtrack that radio, to like, that
4: game was amazing.
3: It was, but the funny thing is I didn't even know that song. My, me and my friend did not know that song when we were playing that game. And randomly, he like burst out singing one time. I was like, what's that from? And it took us like three weeks before we went back to Vice City He's like, "Oh my god, it was here!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, This is where we heard that damn oh, song.
4: Here's my least favorite PlayStation Four game, Fortnite.
0: To yeah. <laughs> be fair, Fangirl has children, so that's probably why she really doesn't <laughs> like
1: it. <laughs> oh, I uh, I tried to play yeah. it once. Ugh.
0: I mean, it's it's fine. Like, I, it's one. That's one of those games. Where everyone's like, "Oh, I hate the Fortnite murder." I'm like, hey, or not whatever. in Minecraft. It's it's whatever. More people like the like well, you have a your different situation. This isn't at you, but mo- most people have like the kind of like the the boomer cloud of like, oh, I hate throw all these kids in their Fortnite. It's like you don't even have to deal with most of the kids playing with Fortnite. Go be one of their parents.
4: I was happy. I was happy that my child was having online interaction with his friends and he was having an enjoyable time, and that was fine. That was a good thing about the game. I tried to play it and I was like, this is not fun for me. So. Give me Minecraft and leave me alone.
0: Give me Minecraft or give me death.
4: Yes. So that was mine. I didn't play a lot of... like, I don't play a lot of PlayStation 4 games just because they are not usually something I get into and I don't ever just buy games at random. I have Shadow of the Colossus sitting there that I want to play and I just haven't gotten around to it.
3: Uh, yeah, e- I'm actually waiting on on my ps5 so i can buy the remake because the original is so not good on its original console like i don't know a lot of people will probably think that's heresy but like it did not run well on the ps2 it shambled trying to be itself um in its original form so i think the remake the remake is probably the ideal way to experience that game at this point yeah
0: i would say if you haven't played it play it ps4 there's no That's reason the to
4: play old one ones. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry.
3: It's Yeah, it's a fat corgi. It's a fat corgi. corgi. It's a
4: fat corgi.
2: Yeah, it's a big old chonger. His
4: belly drags on the ground. Oh.
2: All right. And speaking of big old chongers, Timber, why don't you give <laughs> us your...
3: Wow. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> Going for the throw so, there. Let's see... So, my list in no particular order. I based it temporally, so it's not really based on consoles because the only one of the current-gen console I own is the Switch. Uh, Otherwise, I just play on PC. But all of these were good experiences between the years of 2013 and now. Um, I played Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, which I thought was a very, very well-delivered story. I think the gameplay was a little bit... um, par for the course, but it tried really hard to to deliver the idea that you were playing as someone who had kind of a a men- mental instability or wasn't entirely all there and it played with that on so many levels that even now years after I played that game I still remember almost beat for beat every single interesting encounter that happened in that game like I don't think there's a single part of that game that I've really forgotten and there weren't any parts that really dipped or felt like they shouldn't have been there, so I thought it was a good experience overall. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 also makes my list. Uh, I really enjoyed the Devil May Cry series, and I felt like Devil May Cry 5 basically encapsulated everything that I had hoped it would be. I wanted it to be an extension of Devil May Cry 4. I was ecstatic that it still had Nero, and... It then introduced a new character and still had Dante and was still over the top and amazing. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Everything I wanted from Devil May Cry.
2: Yeah, like me personally, I don't know how I'm going to head into five because handling two characters was enough for me. Well, temporally three, I guess, because I'm playing the special edition. So I'm playing as Virgil. Well, well, you'll have four then. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I I know the spoilers. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it's still the same game plus more content, so. Yeah, I looked up spoilers for that, too, because I'm like, who is this guy that looks like he fell out of Star Wars?
3: Yeah, I did. <laughs> he he looks an <laughs> awful lot like Kylo Ren. Uh <laughs> And he plays so weird. He's such a weirdo. That character is just the weirdest thing. You gotta hey, read he's a He's kind of
2: like Kylo Ren.
3: <laughs> yeah. Extremely brooding, book-loving Kylo Ren Read books so you can
0: do a, fin- a finisher. We need to read books. Because read books makes you strong <laughs> with your weak, frail body that's slowly decomposing.
4: It looks like Mads you know, Nicholson. He-
3: he probably said that line at some point while reading a book.
0: Does he have a joyzy accent? Because I just assume he does.
2: Joyzy.
3: <laughs> joyzy. I also have... Sayonara, Wild Hearts on the list. Uh, I've already talked about this one on the podcast before, so I don't have to go too in-depth, but I, I just really loved the, um, the way that everything was presented in that. Every level felt unique um, and had a very, very uh, amazing soundtrack. If nothing else, get the soundtrack for that game. Uh, Also on the list for kind of similar reasons was Undertale. Uh, This has been beaten to death by its own fan base, which turns a lot of people off from it. I personally still think that it was a really good game. The music was fantastic. The character writing was intriguing and uh, colorful. Mm. And I also just found the the premise cozy. It was kind of like a storybook aesthetic with a non-traditional... Of choose your own adventure combined with shmup gameplay mechanic that just made it stand out uh, and i really appreciate it for that witcher 3 also for all the same reasons that fangirl listed as well as that it has some of the best side quests in any video game that i've ever played um some of them really stand out as better than the main quest line in a lot of ways um where you'll you'll go off on a side path be introduced to these characters who have kind of a, a you know What seems to start off as a normal quest line and ends with you having to make a you know kind of deal with a moral dilemma situation that can make or break the lives of these people and in some cases the correct choice is to have both of them end up tragically dead because they were both kind of just trash people Um, the kind of deep deep writing that they have in that game is something that I have not seen done in a game before Um, And I'll be shocked if I see that replicated anytime soon. Uh, Transistor also made the list. I thought that of the um, games that came out this gen from Supergiant Games, not counting Hades, which came out too recently for me to really properly assess, I thought Transistor was a really good experience. Again, it had a very solid soundtrack. The characters were all... Uh, pretty motivated in their actions going through the world. And I really like the way that it actually presented a lot of the information where you're in this weird digital world. And as you're going through it, you find more and more pieces that demonstrate that there's kind of a disturbing undertone to how it ended up that way, as well as the different um, kind of organizations and, and groups that were involved there and the interpersonal relationships between those members. Again, this makes my list because it had really solid writing Um Breath of the Wild makes it onto the list. I personally consider the Switch uh, still part of this gen, so I'm okay with including it on my list. Uh, I thought, yeah. Uh, you're splitting hairs here. <laughs> it was on the
0: Wii U as well, so it's technically last generation. Hey, 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 That it's it multi-platform, therefore it counts. It so. counts. So, uh, you're splitting uh, hairs, Captain.
3: Breath of the Wild uh, was... uh, I I don't think it's unique for me to say that it was a great game. Uh, I thought it was a really, really good Zelda entry. It is not my favorite Zelda game of all time. I'm not even sure if it makes top five, but it's still one of the better games that came out this gen. Mm. Oh. Sorry? Oh,
0: man. I don't know, man. I don't... I don't you know? know if it counts. I don't know if it counts.
3: Well,
4: in theory, it did come out this gen. Even if the Switch isn't ending, it did come out this generation.
3: I already laid out the foundation of my list being temporally based. 2013 to 2020, it came out in that range. Oh, man. Um, I also have on my list uh, Outer Wilds which I thought was a really interesting experience and uh, mm. kind of cheating, but it... Didn't it come out, it, like, last year? That was uh, fairly recent. It was pretty recent. I think it like, was... Not, not
0: Outer Worlds, though, but Outer Wilds, yeah? The yes, Indy correct.
3: Indy? Yep, the Indie Space Majora's Mask, which, because... Actually, wow, hold on. Is that too recent for me to include? When are you going to come out? 2020. I didn't I realize.
2: Think, um, I mean like technically the last game to come out here is avengers so i'm not <laughs> i'm not really too <laughs> like all
0: right, I, all right. i'd say since it's on pc and I, has it come out on switch yet
4: it's not on uh, switch yet to my knowledge
0: i think i guess you can count it in because you're i mean it's like that are you putting in clive barker's jericho or undying something like that but i guess it, it does seem too soon because it was literally like i think january july i don't wait out of wilds wait was it in early access for a while I think so. Okay, cuz I think it came out last year. It came out in May
3: 2019. Early access just screws me up, man. Dude, I, I kind of wish it didn't exist.
0: Early access is bullshit. I wish they'd stop it. Like stop labeling it as early access just say you're on either wait till it's finished or like just say that this is our bare bones thing and we're gonna finish it later like it's just weird early access just gives them like a free reign to like finish developing it when you have like barely anything out
3: yeah but uh i thought outer wilds was a fantastic experience it's kind of minimalist and it's visuals but it's very it presents a lot of unique exotic worlds it has a a kind of Cycle system where you get to see all kinds of different interactions in the environment that evolve over time and kind of piece those together, puzzle your way um, through the worlds based on where you are in a given space and point in time, given the time within that cycle. Uh, which means that it plays exactly like Majora's Mask. And because I'm a sucker for that game and those kind of mechanics, I absolutely loved that game. Um, on my list is also something I didn't realize came out this gen, uh, Smite. I, I kn- you're
0: the only person I ever knew that played Smite. What? You know he has videos on YouTube about Smite.
2: What?
3: The, the here's the thing. Okay, it's it's hard for me to because I was I was thinking I was like, man, I didn't realize Smite came out this gen. And while I do not really play it anymore, I sink a shit ton of time into Smite that was my my only moba game that i ever played and the only reason i was drawn to it were two reasons one it was a moba game but it had a third person perspective so it was a little bit more in the action instead of over over top and it was heavily invested in greek mythology which i'm a sucker for so uh ergo i ended up enjoying my time with that and i had a lot of fun playing with my friends in it uh, i got pretty good at it mained jungle and played a lot of uh, different gods that I focused on, such as Jungle Athena, uh, Bakasura, and a couple others. But, yeah, I mean, I got really invested in that. That's, like, one of the few multiplayer games I got invested in this gen. Um, Beyond that, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, I played that. A lot of people probably don't consider that to be, like, a fantastic game, but for some reason, maybe it was just the, the music, the... The aesthetics, or just the general presentation, it caught me off guard. I thought that it was a really unique experience with with um, being kind of a Metroidvania, but having this very vibrant and and colorful environment. And it never it never tried to beat me into the ground the way a lot of Metroidvanias these days do. Like Hollow Knight is very pretty and very nice, but it's also very brutal and mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed the fact that I was able to get through Metroidvania without feeling like it was tr- out for blood. That it was just a game that actually wanted me to complete it. Uh, and bottoming out my list uh, was Mario Kart 8, which is a um, interesting choice. Do you not like Mario Kart 8? Uh, no. I thought it was a really good compilation of all the different. I mean, considering it, was, it, was it had tracks from right. like it's... every Mario Kart.
0: I just, I felt like I didn't really like any of the Mario Karts other than Double Dash. Like, I've looked, looked back and, like, they're all, like, okay, and I bought them, but, like, I really only like Double Dash.
3: I, I really like Double Dash as well. Uh, I don't think that I necessarily like Mario Kart 8 over that, but yeah, I still had a very good experience with Mario Kart 8, and it's regularly something that I would end up playing with a, with a big group of friends. I have fond memories with it, so it's hard for me to to pull those apart you know it's a multiplayer party game and I frequently used it in that context and had a blast with it because of that right mm. maybe that's an unfair advantage but
4: no I would say that's fair because it's Mario Kart
3: yeah it's it, the it... same as it's always been which yeah. you know it, it's probably kind. Of, if, if, if I was scoring on uniqueness it doesn't win any points but it's exactly what I need it to be and for that it was perfect.
4: Yeah, it's Mario Kart. It's what it is and
0: It's kind of like Smash and stuff where like you can't really like base them on like their single player experience cuz it's not geared for that. Right. It's like I feel right. like they'd be like scoring the cod games on their like single player considering that they've mostly sucked for years or something like that. It's like most people aren't playing it for the the single player anymore.
4: I don't know. I guess I I had no idea people ranked Mario Kart games. I was just like, "Oh, it's Mario Kart."
0: Yeah, I'm, a a t- I'm a weird person I'm a weird person too that really doesn't like Mario Kart sixty four. I think it's bad. It's just boring
3: and bad. I haven't played it. I it's... don't dislike Mario Kart sixty four, but I get where you're coming from, especially if it's coming from the perspective of someone who's like really into double dash. It it definitely had like, you know, limited roster. Uh, it ran like garbage. I mean, it had like it was an
0: N64 20, game.
3: Yeah, so it had like 20 frames per second, blocky textures. My most positive memories of it are being very, very frustrated at Chaco Mountain. So, Chaco Mountain always looked like shit hill.
1: <laughs> I, you're not wrong.
3: We're <laughs> gonna make I just, this one really brown
0: and muddy. I'm like, well, it looks like poo, but
3: okay. <laughs> It's a struggle to tell the textures apart, and on certain turns, you're going to slip and fall facing the wrong way at an earlier part of the track, and you're pretty much screwed the minute you do that. But hey, Choco Mountain.
0: What was your worst game of this generation, then? Did you say?
3: Uh, I did not yet, um, and I probably should have thought of one during well, all of this. Well, considering
0: the Wii U's part of it, wouldn't you say Twilight Princess HD? <laughs>
3: I didn't play Twilight Princess HD, though. I only played Twilight Princess, uh, the original, and I do feel like... The
0: original Wii version?
3: Because that version came out first? No, the original GameCube version.
0: Oh, no, because the original Wii version is the original because it came out first. Yeah. The GameCube version came out a month later.
3: But the one I played was on the GameCube. Oh, boo. uh man okay worst one of this gen i'm trying to think of ones that people would know so there's like some degree of uh relating with me on this but i played an indie game called whispering willows that i remember really upsetting me because it seemed like something that should have been at least average to okay Mm and disappointed me by being phenomenally bad. Uh, it, it, like, had a lot of potential in its premise, and then in the final, like, quarter of the game, it just it just crapped all over itself and just said, yeah, you know what? Actually, uh, we didn't have a compelling story. Uh, we forgot it. Um, the, the main bad guy is the very obvious bad guy that you would have guessed it was from, like, the first five minutes, but... Uh, even though we alluded that there would be some twists, but no, we screw all that. Um, so yeah, that one upset me, but in terms of like a more relatable, like bad title or or one that maybe people liked that I personally didn't feel so hot on, uh, it might be best for Ken to go through his list while I think of this one.
2: Ken, God damn it. it, I'm going to forget that you haven't said anything and just end the show. Oh, <laughs> no. All no. right,
3: thing. All right, all right. Um, her story.
4: Why? What was that? What was that?
0: You don't like women's?
3: It's not that I don't... What, what I don't like about her story is that it was pitched to me multiple times as a groundbait breaking narrative game that that burst out of the indie scene and everybody loved it. I was like, okay. What I got was a game where the principal idea was to piece together story by listening to a whole bunch of um like kind of disassembled video clips to piece together a narrative. And while the narrative could be compelling, it it, it really just didn't feel like like a game to me like it, fe- it felt like work playing the game felt like work it felt like a job where oh i was actually supposed to be these and I, maybe that's the point i just couldn't really i couldn't really dig it uh, i also felt like it may have been a little bit restricted by its own budget and the fact that there was you know um one actor and for the longest time in it i couldn't tell if we were dealing with somebody who had like multi-personality disorder or if there was actually like if these were supposed to actually be different people and they just didn't have the budget to have another actor um, it was just kind of a struggle to to dissect from that I don't know did any of you play her story and have any opinions on it uh, I, even I heard think of it. I
0: own it let me see do I own you her
3: nope it got a lot of accolades when it came out. It I also just avoid like, indie games
0: because most of them suck, so... I'm not wrong.
2: So, her story?
3: Yeah. Yes. I think that's that's one that I was disappointed with. Just because it got so much praise and I really expected more out of it. I don't I'm know... I'm
2: surprised you never mentioned, like, Hollow Knight or something like that.
3: Well, the thing is... Generally, when a large that, amount of people say that they like generally when the larger consensus say that they like a game i mm. i tend to end up agreeing like i i did like hollow knight the only reason why the only reason why i pointed to it as a, a foil to shantae was because it was brutally difficult i didn't fault it as like making that a bad game for it it's just you know i preferred not having it be brutally difficult but there's a place for that too um mm. So, you know, it's not in my top 10, but I didn't I didn't hate Hollow Knight. It's far from a, a disliked game. Usually the things that I end up disliking are things that are really bad, and maybe it's because I do have so many games in my Steam library that I've been working through, and I've played so many of them that are, like, not known things. Like, technically, I guess, in 2019, I played Blade Kitten. I regret that. It was a bad game. If you really want to know, Blade Kitten's a bad game. But, like, anyone... Probably could have told you that because it's some indie like game that's on Steam I'm for like, five dollars. I think I got it in a humble bundle. Humble bundle, yeah. Like most of the bad games I own, they came in a humble bundle at some point. It looks uh, so awful. I guess
2: I'll just I'll just move on to my. It's my it's list quite here. bad. <laughs> so for me, starting off is going to be Destiny. I've s- as much as I. Hate Destiny Two. I loved the first part of Destiny, Destiny One pretty much. And I sunk like close to four hundred hours, I think, three to four hundred hours into Destiny. To the point that when I used to go to Japan I used to have shakes because I never held a controller for a while and I used to have withdrawal syndromes. Oh was God. that freaking bad? <laughs> it would be it would be really bad that I wasn't playing Destiny. <laughs> So uh these are in no particular order too. So I also have Final Fantasy XIV up there. That pretty much filled my Destiny Void after it got kind of bad with Destiny 2. I played 14 for a while and then it kind of just grew into a daily thing now. After that, you got you got Near Automata. Automata. That's a game I really want to play. NieR Automata. Automata. All the figures. Automata. Yeah. Then you got Star Wars Fallen Order. I ended up really liking Star Wars. I forgot and, that came out.
0: I 100% yeah, yeah. forgot that game came out.
2: And the game to kick off one of the only games that will be from the Xbox on the positive side for here that kicked off the generation is Sunset Overdrive. I really enjoyed Sunset Overdrive. I
3: couldn't get it into that probably, one. I well, think that yeah. came that came out on PC recently too, didn't it? it recently isn't like 2 or 3 years ago, yes.
2: Yes, recent for you, Timber. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Got...
0: <laughs> I like how behind Timber is, and he really doesn't have any reason to be behind. Like he doesn't have kids or anything to worry about. He's just, he's Timber.
3: I'm still catching up from the '90s generation of consoles. Okay.
0: Yeah, it came out two years ago on Windows. Yeah.
3: Okay. I mean, I and mean, the thing is I don't know if I ever was actually planning on buying it but
0: it's always like six bucks yeah.
3: or just get game pass you were gonna say you couldn't get into it though right
0: it it was made by insomniac it felt it had gameplay like Ratchet and Clank it tried to go for that jet set radio aesthetic and I just thought it was really boring yeah I like the idea of it but it I don't feel like it was done well it could—it used a sequel mm. it oh no it's made by the Recore guys.
3: Okay, I I no, get not. it now. No? It's made
0: by Insomniac.
3: Oh wait, that's the that's Microsoft. Never mind. That's the Microsoft Action Bundle.
0: Recore was made by I I was looking at that too. That was made by Concept and Armature. Concept okay. is is the Mighty Number no. Nine guys.
3: That one also wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, because it's trash. <laughs>
2: So, besides Sunset Overdrive, you got the Speederman. I really enjoyed Speederman.
0: I really want to Earth. play that because of the. Well, now I want to play it because they have a Arachno Rider.
1: It's
4: <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah. a costume. I'm sorry. What? Is
1: that they the have travis- a cos-
0: They have a costume for Spider Man like in the new version that will be in the old version as well, where it's supposed to look like Common Rider, like <laughs> like a, like a spider based Common Rider. And I really Aww. want it. Yeah. What?
4: No, I was just saying, like, oh, and now I understand.
3: Oh. oh, did you pick up yeah, those and... re-releases of, um, of, God damn it, Travis Touchdown? And, oh, I picked uh, up the first one. Okay. Yeah, yeah it actually plays port really port. well. Good port.
2: Yeah, yeah, supposedly everyone says that. So yeah. after Speederman you, uh, you got Dragon Ball Fighters, mostly <laughs> because Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was just horrible. I I loved my time with fighters.
0: I'm gonna keep interrupting. I love how Ken's list is like everything we've forgotten that most people loved, and our list is just like, "eh." Here's some stuff that we kind of scraped by that uh, scraped out that we could remember came out.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah, because my most recent games that I've played are Haunting Ground from the PS2 and Majora's Mask from the Nintendo 64.
0: Do you think I'm much better? My most recent game is the Saw game from 2009.
3: (laughs) Like I said, I'm still getting caught up to this generation. I'm still not even here. There's probably, like, several competent games in the PS2 era that I've never experienced, and I can't live that down.
2: Yeah, so after that, you got God of War and Tekken 7 also. Tekken 7 was really good. I really enjoyed my time with Tekken 7. And then for my runners-off, I got Days Gone. I actually really, really enjoyed my time with Days Gone. I thought I would write it off, but after spending a lot of time with it, I really enjoyed Days Gone. And I can't wait for the PS5 like update for it so that you get with Plus. Apparently, it's going to run a little bit faster and all your safety data comes over, so thank God for that. Hmm. So I can just continue that with a little bit much more zest, so to speak. After that, you got Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is a beat up wrestling game from Japan, which I ended up really liking. And for my games of the generation, the first, I guess my number three would be Ghost of Tsushima. I really, really liked Ghost.
0: Forgot that came out?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I really, really liked Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm enjoying my time with the multiplayer just a little bit. And after that my number my runner up is gonna be Yakuza Zero. I really, really loved Yakuza Zero. It's to the point that it reintrodu reinvigored my love for the franchise. So I I I would love to put the whole Yakuza series in here, but if I had to pick just one out of the the ones that got released for the PS4, Zero was one of the best. I would put six up there as well, but zero was the one that got me back into the game. And then my number one is su- surprise, surprise, it's Death Stranding. I really, really loved my time with Death Stranding.
0: Guess, guess what I have to say about Death Stranding?
1: <laughs> I
0: forgot that it came
4: out. <laughs> <laughs> so you liked it. it. Y- you liked it.
2: Oh yeah, I loved it. I love the game. See, I think this so it's stupid, and I love it. See,
4: I've I've said the story for that would make an excellent novel. I didn't know how it would be as a game, but I said that, like the premise and the story of that would make an excellent science fiction novel.
2: Oh yeah, like Probably a good miniseries. How Kojima does this thing, he it seems like he wants to just make shows and movies now. And yeah, this kind of game kind of already kind of felt that void. Mm -hmm. it's gameplay wise it's all right but i really liked messing around in the world and doing everything like i said i spent like the three days that when when i was working in this one when it first came out i would spend days just harvesting materials so i can build the road the world the road and highway in my server i would say 80 percent of it was done by me (laughs) because I just had no life and I had so much fun just messing around with the world, killing all the, the BTs and getting all the ravengers and all their materials. I had so much fun with that game. And sure, the story is a little wank, but it doesn't replace how much fun I had with it.
4: You are, like, you are the per- first person I've talked to that has been really enthusiastic about the game. Like... I, that's refreshing. Like,
2: I understand the criticisms. Trust me. I understand the criticisms. with the walking simulator, especially the walking simulator, and things like that, and just you're basically a glorified postal man with just fetch quests here and there. I totally understand that. But once you kind of have everything set up, it's so much fun just to dick around uh-huh. in the game. Especially with the larger half, because the larger map you can get zip lines, and you don't even need to worry about enemies. And you just zip on by. You can mess around. The f- the Decima engine, the engine that is used on Horizon Zero Dawn, is amazing. And how Kojima Productions ended up using it was really, really good. I really liked my time with it. Good. As for games that I didn't like, oh, there's there's a handful here. but
0: Persona 5 Royal.
2: Yeah, that that that's a big mark right there. There's Persona Five Royale and I've talked about this at length. How I really hated how they implemented that third act. If there's one thing for a story for a story to do is to implement how they did for Royale, and I hated it. I hated it. That's the one story beat that I just was like, I cannot believe they did this they did the same thing for was it q yeah q where where it just ends up not happening
0: <laughs> yeah I, I I hate it when they add stuff in just to make it you know and then magically everyone forgot
2: yeah so it so, happened
0: but it didn't
2: and scrambles just was like yeah we're not gonna roll with it everyone's saying confirm that scramble is just strictly from five and not royal story
0: wasn't Scramble so also, that, like, removed from the localization?
2: Yeah, that's strange. It's supposed to have come out. Oh, I think it... Well, I think everything would...
0: Uh, Someone said that it's been removed from Sega or Atlus's like, like coming soon games list.
2: Hmm, that's very interesting. But, well, besides Persona 5 Royal, I have Halo 5, and that was the game that literally made me not like halo anymore
0: hey guess what and, ken can guess what yeah I forgot that came out
2: <laughs>
0: i, own, a, it. A, I gonna own it
2: that's going ongoing thing huh
0: <laughs> i own it i forgot it came out <laughs> never finished it
2: and final fantasy 15 you got we, we actually have two games on here that are from square so we got Final Fantasy fifteen, and just, I could not get how empty that world. You know, I talk about Death Stranding and how empty that world is. Final Fantasy fifteen is just as bad. <laughs> and the story just... I, I needed... felt bad because basically to finish the story I had to go buy a book. Buy, I bought the book. The ending book. the What the last piece of DLC was supposed to be. It ended up being sold as a book that you had to go buy i ended up getting a book and i'm, I'm like oh, it's, it's fine it's a good read but if i had to include a book to facilitate my closure to the story that that's not helping me all too much
0: which one was this again which game 15 15 yeah if you have to use outside media to understand the game like, I, I'm going to even like gloss over DLC stuff, but if you have to lo- use outside media to understand basic concept of the game and to get closure to the game, then you have failed, and the story's bad. Like, the fact you have to watch a movie for 15 to understand the plot of 15 is stupid.
2: Yep. Yeah. And then this is the throwaway game that, I, personally, I was very sad, did not do well, and that is the Godzilla game for the PS4. <laughs>
0: I didn't know that came out.
2: It was bad. It was bad.
0: (laughs) It's really bad because the box art for this game is really nice looking.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The box art's really, really good. But the game sucked. And it came out full full price and I paid for it like a sucker.
0: Did you know the Western PS4 version is based on an upgraded version of the game too?
2: Yes. It was made for the PS3 originally. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then finally my number one game that i was most disappointed to this generation was kingdom hearts 3 yeah and that is because of this one freaking line <laughs> kill you know what i'm talking about and timber yeah. you kind of know what i'm talking about <laughs> Yeah, it's... because this was implemented into the story i hate kingdom hearts 3
4: I'm so lost. <laughs> I've never played any Kingdom Hearts game.
2: So, yeah, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Kingdom Hearts 3 disappointed me so much. And it didn't even include Final Fantasy characters. They didn't even include the, the story beats that Kingdom Hearts 2 ended on and be like, oh, we'll continue it with 3. No, ho, ho, no. No, Ken, you're going to waste more of your money so you can find out what's going on in the story. Oh-ho-ho.
0: Play the music game. Just get excited for new content and buy new, buy new products.
2: Yeah. I'm going to buy the music game still. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not buying that. <laughs> I didn't like the demo. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that is my lovely list here. Yeah, yeah a shitty Godzilla game, and pretty much half the games I mentioned you forgot
1: about.
0: Kill. Yeah, there's a lot more I should have mentioned that I didn't like, but I mean, like I say that all the time. Like I didn't like the pers- I bought Persona Five when it came out, got the collector's edition, it was disappointing, and then like I yeah. honestly, after a while, just stopped buying PS4 and Xbox One games. I think yeah, like I bought the dancing
2: game. <laughs>
0: the dancing games were garbage, and they had some of the worst remixes. In the series, it just the music was bad and it shouldn't have been. That's like usually the highlight, because even Persona 5 had good music, but the dancing games were trash. Um, Let's see, since I've been home, I have bought Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I think that's the only new game I have bought on my PS4 in the past year and a half. Yep, and then I bought Rock Band 4 when I moved back from Japan, and I can't really do much with that because you can't find the instruments, and someone lost mine. This generation sucked. (laughs) This generation
3: sucked. (laughs) Honorable mention to Ring Fit Adventure.
0: I won it, but that's still current. That's not past gen. I guess that's your i I'll I'll, I'll give you that one. Came out in the past year in a console that has not been replaced yet. So, current. I mean, technically, the Switch is in the PS5 Xbox Series X generation, if we want to be completely honest, because the Wii U is part of the current generation that's about to go out.
3: How long was the lifespan of the Wii U? Like, a year? Four. Oh, wow. How many people owned a Wii U?
4: I would...
0: Um, A surprising amount.
4: I still love my Wii U.
0: Like, it sold, like, four million units or something, at least. It actually sold you. fairly well. It just it sold a lot initially and then tapered off really quick. I,
3: I just remember, like, the Wii U came out. And I was like, ah, oh, well, can't wait to see the games that come out for it. And then it was just crickets.
0: More copies of Breath of the Wild were sold than, than units of the Wii U. Alright. But I'm not even talking about, like, at launch of the Switch. There's also more units... There's more copies of Zelda out there in the wild than copy than Switches at the time as well. It was like a one hundred and one attachment rate or something like that because more like there was like more than people like more than Switches available. Sold. More
3: more people bought copies of Breath of the Wild than owned the systems to play it with.
0: Yeah, I mean, because some people I guess bought the game when it came out, collector's edition, because they weren't going to get the Switch yet, but they wanted to get the Master's edition when it came out. I, I like always
3: that. I always find that hilarious. Like. Okay, I can't get a PS5 right now, but I can buy the games for the PS5, so I have them when I have the PS5. I'm like, I can that only makes sense
0: to me if there's a collector's edition and you know you're going to buy the game regardless. hmm. Or, like, if you're like, well, I'm going to buy them both, but the system's ran out and I'm going to buy the system as soon as it's available. That's the only thing. It's the opposite when you buy a system with no games. That's weird.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would always buy a system and also the games that I intend to play for it at the same someone, time, usually.
0: I said "Say, someone's like, well, Game Pass exists. My like, Game Pass is a new thing. That's a new idea to do that. Before, people were like, I saw someone buy a 3DS and then not buy games for it for six months, and then the system's price dropped. I'm like, you're stupid. At least buy a game for it if you're going to buy it early.
2: Oh, man, I mean, that reminds me of the good old GameStop days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well,
0: yeah, do we do we have any questions? We do. Okay, pulling from my Discord, we have just a few. I mean, some of them might have been like pretty, um, pretty much already answered. But let's kind of go through them. Let me also double check that I've been recording this whole time. Okay, I have. Good.
1: <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> and then wow. Again.
0: Partway through yours, my like, shit. How, did I hit record? <laughs> all right um, anyway first one we have is from tofu who's going by tofurkey now for his november name minus kyovember because i couldn't think of anything else currently um do you think the ps5 will continue the the do you think the ps5 will continue the jrpg dominance going forward um i think jrpgs have definitely come back um i can see microsoft trying harder this gen to get more diverse stuff but i think it's still
2: happen they have been But I still like think a it's a lot of the a lot of the ads that Xbox has been going towards. They've been putting a lot of effort in the Asian market, specifically mm-hmm. Japan now.
0: I'm just going to say, like, for this one, I'll I'll know more once I see how well it does in Japan. The problem with the Xbox one was it didn't launch in Japan initially with everyone else. It waited and then it, it had to have that connect working with it. Like you had to buy the connect version at launch. Because it wouldn't work without it, just to find out that it didn't need it, and yep. that was a big turnoff. Because most people in Japan have small houses where they can't use the Kinect, so it didn't sell well. So then developers were like, why are we going to put effort into making exclusives for this? So they didn't, and then like they'd only make ports for it for the other for the Xbox One when they came west if Microsoft footed the bill. So.
2: Also, it didn't really help that. When initially released, it was only pre-orders only. Yeah. like They didn't have any copies on the shelf in Japan. Like, I remember an article saying, you only get an Xbox, Xbox One, if you pre-ordered it. There are no extra ones because we we didn't bother to think about having extra stuff on the shelves.
0: That's, that's kind of how it was. I never once saw an Xbox in the wild that wasn't a used one. And even then, it was like, I think I can count on one hand how many Xboxes I saw in Japan. After a while, they started doing, like, I think, reserve-only Xbox One S's as HD DVD players. Like, they could play games, but they mainly sold them as, like, oh, you can use this for HD Blu-rays. Sorry, HD Blu-rays. And that was all I ever saw them for. I never once saw, uh, like, an Xbox One game in the wild in Japan. don't know if Timber or Fangirl have any (laughs) input on this
3: expects
4: I don't I mean, I tend to agree with you.
2: Like I for don't me. Go ahead. I I also kinda agree with you. But the thing is I think Nintendo is slowly taking over too.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you see a lot of them on there. That there's a good amount of crossover or at least attempted crossover of the genre at least.
2: Yeah, so I mean what was considered the ultimate edition of Dragon Quest eleven, it was for the Switch.
0: And that got ported afterwards. But I think even then yeah. I think there's still like a Switch exclusive mode on it or something.
2: Yeah. So I think it'll also depend on how well the PS five sells in Japan. If it sells Mama or Alright, I think they're gonna slowly start going to the Switch with certain things. Obviously, They might still have their heavy hitters like the mainline Persona series or the Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is a big get for them. Dragon Quest. Well, Dragon
0: Quest on Nintendo Nintendo. has been better anyway, so.
2: Yeah. So. We'll we'll see. I mean, you get the. Kinda. You get the Shimigami Tensei series on Switch already. Yeah, the. I'm pretty sure if Q continues, Q is gonna be on the Switch instead. Mm. It'll just kind of depend on that.
0: Yeah, I just realized it's almost one AM for Timber.
3: <laughs> Good morning.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good morning. Um, another question from Tim, from uh, Tofu. Uh, should Nintendo even be considered with uh, Sony Microsoft consoles when talking about generations? I said no already. I don't know about you guys. I don't think so. It's they're too much on their own yeah, thing. They're
2: always they're always half-steps, in my opinion.
4: Mm-hmm. I tend to
1: agree.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, they're like half-steps, and their hardware is not competitive anyway. For Like, between them, it goes for different markets, so it's really not... Nintendo is gonna yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. All right, next one, Pudding Cup. Why did Sony buy anime? What do you think they'll do with it? This is referring to Sony uh, buying Crunchyroll, so I can just tell you that's probably gonna go up in price. Or be folded into yeah. PS Plus.
2: Ooh. Yep.
3: Well, didn't they already throw Crunchyroll into VRV, which was a slight price increase for a larger platform overall? I
0: don't know.
2: They had the Crunchyroll Premium, like super premium one, that kind of went up. That they they gave it so that you could upgrade if you want to, but I like personally, I didn't.
3: Hmm. I ended up but, I ended up doing it just because it gave me more stuff to work with and vrv had better compatibility with the fire stick but
2: Mm. like for me why did sony buy it because they just want to that market that they could obviously profit off of they're seeing how markets like funimation is doing and things like this This is all going to streaming this is all going to like what i talk about for podcasting for music side sony as a company Are bag of dicks, and they buy a lot of things, and they don't play well with others, so to speak. And them kind of getting full force into the anime market, with them buying Crunchyroll, it's kind of the big fu for stuff like that, so that they could kind of control the market. That kind of makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so it might be like it might be a lot harder to get. What you want to see without pirating again?
2: Well, not only that, I'm pretty sure they're going to be controlling what goes on there. What gets licensed through Crunchyroll. Like, probably go buy your harems, go buy your ecchi anime. That's probably going to be more for Funimation now. I mean, Funimation probably does not mind for that. And all the other ones.
0: Sony's going to go more... um more prude with their stuff Nintendo's going to make it they're like okay we'll let porn anime here now because we let everything happen now
2: <laughs> yeah I mean that was happening with their games yeah I'm not wrong the whole, <laughs> the whole dead or alive fiasco that happened a couple years back so right. and what do you think they'll do with it they're just gonna have control of that market
0: Yeah, might so be like thinking. Gaikai where they repurpose it for PS Now and squander that that uh, ability, yep. their abilities there
2: Yep, yep, yep. Just implement it in plus, or just have control of what gets internationalized. Which is quite a sad sight to see because certain anime does very well overseas that doesn't do well in Japan.
3: Mm. We'll see what happens, though. There is a slight optimism that I have that perhaps they realize and recognize that if they strangle it too much, people will just go back to the already pretty well established piracy mediums that they pursued anime through for years and years before Crunchyroll existed so mm. better not to send away that goodwill needlessly oh, like, rip,
2: any, rip any English dubbing that is on that site anymore
3: mm. they barely had English dubs anyway
2: mm. alright
0: we have one more question um, kind of uh, what's a game you want to see? This is from Bari. Uh, what's a game you want to see remastered or remade on new consoles? Uh, Haunting Ground Remaster. Their their follow up was and why is it Persona Five Royale? It's not going to be remastered. It's just going to be ported. Ported. But yeah. pr- I just want to see Haunting Ground Remaster.
2: Yeah. So if the rumor mills are uh, are true, Sony might buy Blue Point, which is they in their should buy now. Effort. Yeah, they should buy Blue Point, and if they do, I want them to remake, remake, like how they're doing Shadow and Demon Souls, Metal Gear Solid, and the older Metal Gears as well.
1: Um,
3: Remakes of what games now?
0: What would you like to see a remake on the PS5 or a remaster?
3: Uh, let's see... We've had such a glut of remasters lately that I almost kind of don't... I I would hope that they don't go down the avenue of, like, making tons of remasters on the new console, but uh, I would probably want to see... Ah, it's such a broad category, too, because it's like, okay, what, what constitutes a remaster? Just scaled up, fully redone... Like a, a remaster, like is, 3D kind of thing. Uh, that's usually a I, fresh
0: coat of paint and updated, maybe updated controls and like resolutions. Where it's a remake is a completely different game from the ground up.
3: Okay, and, and we're talking a remaster here. What about the
2: the original Witcher?
3: That would be nice, actually. I don't know how they and would do the, it because tweak, it was so PC quest That
2: you were tweak the quest that you are having so much trouble. <laughs> They'd they have <laughs> to remake that so. game it
0: would they need would, to be rebuilt yeah. from the ground up. They could probably keep the world and update update that, but all the mechanics would have to be from the ground up rebuilds.
3: But yeah. That's a good suggestion though. Uh Ken, yeah, I I think The Witcher 1 would probably be the best candidate for something I'd want to see redone like that, but that wasn't ever a a PlayStation specific game. That was for PC initially. So it had never existed on PlayStation um the original one anyway. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
3: Yeah, that's going to be my answer. I don't have anything else. Bangro? Maybe OGKH1.
2: What you talking about?
3: Oh, well, they already so did, that. No they did that. They did that a million times. Never mind. It's
2: it's it's 1.5, man. <laughs> Just I, because you never played it doesn't mean it doesn't <laughs> exist.
3: No. <laughs> if it's not in my roulette, it isn't real. Death Stranding's Sorry, a myth. <laughs>
4: Um I don't I don't know what I would like to see remade or remastered because I'm kind of with Timber. I think that there's been a slew of that recently. And mm-hmm. I'd rather see new content instead of let's shine off this thing. I mean, that doesn't mean to say that there aren't a few things that I would like with updated controls. Like for example, um I wouldn't mind it if Resident Evil 4 got a new control screen, but I don't think that they need to remake that because it's fine just the way it is. Um, I can't really think of any PS4 game that I want to see remade or remastered. I can think of a thousand Nintendo games. Yeah,
3: that... I was going to say, if it was limited to just PS4 games specifically, yeah. I wouldn't even know why you would do that. Like, I just don't. Oh, see I the...
2: mean, it just is for the new consoles. It's not yeah, specifically yeah. for
3: like PS4 to PS5. It's like, what would they do? Right? I don't know. It does 4K now?
4: I <laughs> I want um I want I want my I want my remastered Skyward Sword.
2: I was gonna say, did, don't you want Skyward Sword so yep. you can finally play that game? But it's already coming
3: the- to Switch. You
4: don't we know don't that. know that.
3: There were leaks enough.
2: You don't know.
4: Oh, see, now I'm in the Zelda Universe newsroom all the time and the leaks aren't enough for us to even consider it a reality. And we're considered an official new Nintendo news outlet, so. Uh, other Zelda games specifically, or even Metroid games ported to the Switch, especially since we got the Mario ports. Um, mm. Mostly just because I want the option to buy, like, Nintendo can literally sell me back my childhood, um, you know, game by game if they want. I'll buy it. I will let nostalgia lead my purchases on that. If they want more money, I will gladly fork over more money to have access to games that I want to play again. I have replayed Super Mario World on my Switch, like, three times, just because I'm like, oh, this is cozy, and it's comfortable, and I know what this is. So...
2: You see, like, with that vein, I would like to, to see if they can remake seasons.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Well, see, I, close seasons. yeah. You
2: could make as... it into one big game instead of splitting it up. I mean, I
4: think that that would be a possibility, too. I don't know if they'll ever do that. Well,
0: I think. Fire Emblem fades it. You know that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> they'll, remi- they'll release it as, uh, a series of four games with both Oracle of Ages and Seasons split into two parts so that they could uh, hash out all the story bits that were missing from the first t- time around. And uh,
4: I don't think they can milk it that much. <laughs> they might be able to milk more out of Link's Awakening, but I really don't think they can milk those titles that much.
2: And it'll be limited to March 31st of 2022. Yep, Gosh. you can only get it no. that
3: one month. And then after that, uh, you'll have to pay scalpers.
4: Um, but yeah, that's really only it. I I don't see anything else. Like, I mean, I wouldn't mind in Grand Theft Auto Vice City Remaster, but that's just literally because like I want to play that on something else other than my PS2. So.
2: Mm. Yeah, the grapevine right now is that six is Vice Cityed.
4: Vice Cityed. Please take me back to the nineteen eighties. When capitalism was simple. Anyway, but yeah, that's my thoughts on that.
2: But yeah.
0: That's really all we have for questions.
2: <laughs> shall, we, shall we wrap it up yet? Yes,
0: I'm tired. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh. oh. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I had an eight and a half hour stream today of Saw.
3: Of <laughs> <I'm> Saw. <laughs>
0: I have to do Alan Wake in the
3: morning. Oh, Alan. man.
0: I didn't pick them.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, At least I you'll really that. relate with Alan Wake. <laughs> that whole thing is just him drinking coffee out of thermoses. so
0: And eating batteries.
3: Yeah, yeah eating batteries. He's the least environmentally conscious person on Earth.
2: But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Lovely Potasaurus. Where can we find you, and do we have anything that we want to announce beforehand. Let's start with you,
0: Lou. Um, I'm going to have some changes going with um, my Patreon and RetroSource coming up. I'm hoping to have a video out, kind of an update for it, on Friday with hopefully the new episode going up sometime next week. I'm going to kind of scale things down a little bit, like episode-wise. They've been usually about 20 minutes like or so. I'm going to try and make them a little bit shorter. I'm going to work on an anthology of horror, like um, kind of an anthology of like how horror has evolved over time, kind of starting back Earliest I'm going to do is NES Famicom era. I might mention stuff from before, but kind of where it's important and then moving forward each generation or several per generation. Just kind of see how horror games evolved over the years going up through modern. Um, I'll still do like episode, like game specific ones here and there, but I kind of want to do kind of look at just that. That's what I've been wanting to do with it and kind of like change things up a little bit for that. And I also have an episode or a random video of me taste testing a BTS themed cold or iced coffee drink i bought at a random store which will go up this week that was a channel point redemption so look forward to that which will hopefully be in the past by the time this comes out but you can find me on every single social media thing twitter youtube patreon you can find my discord and everything cody hunter on everything which is easier to spell than it is to say and that's me how about you timber <sighs>
3: Well, uh, I am currently in the middle of streaming The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask every Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 7.15 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash Timbertaft. You can also find me on youtube.com slash Timbertaft. I haven't posted anything there in a while, but I am in the process of scripting a new video that will be coming out in the next couple months. (laughs) And I also am present on the social media, specifically twitter.com slash Timbertaft, where I post my schedule as well as other random things like clips and telling people that I'm live. What about you, fangirl?
4: Uh, You can find me at uh, twitch.tv backslash fangirl has no name. Uh, Right now I'm playing through ocarina of time i'll probably do majora's mask next and then i'll probably do wind waker because like i said i'm just in the mood to do cozy familiar games that i do not really have to put a lot of thought into Uh, (laughs) so uh, you can also find me on twitter at legend of no one where it is just random nonsense so okay
2: you can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast, Ongaku you. can find it on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Ongaku you. can also find the website where I go and do reporting about the Japanese music industry called Ongaku And you can also follow me on the Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ongaku where I am mostly just going through David Cage games before Zelda happens. I'm just waiting for that. Liter- literally just waiting for Zelda. I can't believe I said that sentence. Good hmm. job. <laughs> but yeah, you can find me personally on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Iba, Bang Dream, the NFL, and I guess my photography stuff, because I, I'm doing this thing called New Shot November, where I take a shot every day at a location that I never went before, so...
3: Plus, <laughs> let's not forget there's also Bang Dream. And Bang Dream! Yes, thank you.
2: But yeah, I want to say thank you so much again for joining us on this episode of The Potasaurus. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Goodbye.
4: Bye, y'all.
3: Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>